This episode brought to you by Smooth Carriers Moving Company. Hey, thanks for coming out to the show, you guys. You've been great. Boo! God, tonight sucks. It was at that moment that Manny knew he had sucked for the last time. His vicious stank of suck had clouded the air of that comedy club so crudely that he knew maybe stand-up comedy wasn't for him. Perhaps Def Jam Poetry. You know, I once knew hey, a guy. So, hey, sorry. I'm sorry. Who the hell is that? Are you talking about me? Can you can you seriously hear me? Yeah. You're being like super loud, man. You're literally telling the world my business. What's that about? Manny, I'm Morgan Freeman, and this is literally all I do anymore. And by the looks of it, I suggest that you start picking up singing or some other shit. Maybe even leave town. Start over, you know? I'm honestly just blown away that Morgan Freeman is narrating my life. And also tell me to quit comedy. It's super weird, man. Manny. My dear, sweet, sweet Manny, you beautiful... Cut the shit, dude. Say it all, man. I swear to God you'll narrate your own funeral. Fine then, Manifred. I suggest as your next step, you call Smooth Carriers Moving Company. I don't need anybody's help, man. Oh, you sweet little baby boy. I literally just watched you die four lives in front of a full house tonight. You need all the help you can get. Fine. Who are these guys? Smooth Carriers are the finest moving company in all of Southern Colorado. If you call them at 719-248-4726 or email them at info at smoothcarriers.com, you can find out how much of your stuff you'll need to pawn in order to pay for the best moving experience of your life. Okay, okay, but I have like a two-story house with a giant safe, a hot tub, and a piano. I highly doubt that, but even if you did, they could manage it. Bite me, Freeman. One reviewer said fast, friendly, and efficient. We're able to squeeze me in in the same day. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Another one said something like, Smooth Cares did a great last-minute job in helping us from move from Castle Rock to Cleveland. They were professional and responsive. Please call Sal for your moving needs, whether in-state or out-of-state. Good, Manny. You can read a computer screen. Look, Sal's great at his job, and uh, you're not. But now's a great time to start over, and Smooth Carriers can help you get started. You know what, Freeman? You convinced me. I'll call Sal at Smooth Carriers, move to Hollywood, and chase my dreams once and for all. It was at that moment that Manny had changed his life around forever, and like Andy Dufresne, Manny crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. He is now known as one of the greatest comedians of all time. Completely joking. He still sucks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned in for another great episode of Getting Our Shit Together. Here are your hosts, Manny Crespin and Garrett Waller. Take it away, boys. Oh, Welcome to this special episode of Getting Our Shit Together. We're back. We are back oh after my God. weeks. Weeks. They don't know that, but for they us, it's been know. weeks. They do know that. I wish the they viewers could see how tight uh, this birthday boy hat is on top yeah, of Garrett's yeah. head. Guys, Garrett turns 94. What was it again? 60. You said 60 or 70 something. 74. He 74. said 74 in fat guy years. Is what right. he fat said. Years. I, I didn't say that. I'm. <laughs> I didn't I'm say that. That was Garrett. 
Alongside me is my co-host, as always, Manny Cressman. Yes, and today we have the great Jay Alexander. What's up? What's JJ up? Alexander. JJ, What's up? Is it JJ or is it Jay? Is it you, Jason? I, I like, who cares? Nothing I like matters. Jason, because that's who you are. I don't. Do you have yeah. to change it due to the like? Yeah, literally. Like no. <laughs> we talked about it on stage the other day. Yeah, dude. I just ranted about how much I hate the actor Jason Alexander God for damn. taking my name, dude. Because like it was, it was like I like the name Jason. I think it's pretty cool. You know, like there's a lot of good Jasons out there. Um, but, but like the thing is, is that Jason Alexander, like the actor from Seinfeld, he changed his name from J. Allen Greenspan to Jason Alexander. Sorry, if he's annoying, dude, literally put him on the ground, beat him if you want. <laughs> so he's I feel like a supervillain. I feel like you yeah. should have changed your name to like maybe one of like I was, his, his co-stars. My my joke, my dude. I I did the show. I just did the Portland Maine Comedy Festival, and I was out, out there. And there's a guy named Zach Amico. I'm not sure if you heard of him. He's like a Legion of Skanks guy. Um, he does yeah. the show with like yeah. Louis J. Gomez. That's right. And I was on the show with him, Jeez. and I was telling him about the whole Jason Alexander thing. And he was like, "You know what? You should change yeah. your name to." He was like Michael Richards. And <laughs> oh, and that's what you wrote in the joke last week. Yeah, yeah. I was, thinking so I was like, Dunstan. "That's funny." Yeah. I have a Dunstan checks in. He was the hotel manager. No. Oh, I haven't heard of that. I didn't know. Who that. Was? Jason I'm Alexander putting it down. was the hotel oh, he manager. Was? By the way, Dunstan checks in. You didn't watch that because that was way before your time. That was way... Oh, God, how, how old are oh, yeah, you? Yeah, I'm 22, man. He's 22. 20, 22, God, you're man. so fucking young and you look so fucking When we started... St- hey, yeah, dude. just push him off. He, he'll, he'll, truly, truly. Get, get down. He'll come I, over here. I, right. think, I think I'm abusing your animal. I'm dude, sorry. The fact that you struck the dog, you piece of shit. Not just kidding. I uh, did, dude. Justin I'm Michael Victim, dude. I'm sorry. That's on me. Michael Victim. Yeah. I was watching uh I was watching the Primetime documentary. Have you seen that? Like Coach Prime? No. It's about no. Deion Sanders, dude. And he literally brings out Michael Vick and he's he doesn't have any lines in the show. They're just like, Oh, there's Michael Vick there. That's gonna be incredibly <laughs> that's just incredibly That's so, awesome. funny. That's so <laughs> funny. It's like uh we got dogs in this room. It's like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, we do. He always talks about like uh, like the two kinds of people. Like they have like a letter on their jersey for Colorado oh, football. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's leaders and dogs, dude. Yeah. That's it. D's. L's and D. Speaking of Michael Richards, your I sister's did... catching L's and D's. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's Honestly, that? L- labias? <laughs> what are you talking Labisas. about? Losers. Uh, I I pitched this to you last week. Kind of, I said I have a character I want to try. Oh, okay, but uh, I'm nervous. Garrett doesn't like anything racy. Anything with a word, but I changed it up. And when you said the joke the other night about Jason Alexander and Michael Richards, I was like, I could change the character to the comic that comes on stage after Michael Richards <laughs> dropped the N-word at the comedy store. Dude, look, Michael, char- Michael Richards is in, is in like the green room. Dude, I just buried his ass, dude. <laughs> can't Did you guys hang. see that idiot? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, Mike, God, we're going to need you to get off the premises. What, why? Because I fucking crushed? Dude, I walked everyone. Carter. <laughs> but can you imagine the comedian that came on after just having to, like... He, I th- I'm pretty sure they actually sh- uh, stopped the show. Like, I'm pretty sure they were just like, we're done. Dude, I, I bet. Done. I do think it would be so funny. It's like Jerry Seinfeld that has to come in after. He's like, what's the deal with the name of Apples? Huh? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> he just goes back just, What? That's actually a funny idea. Can I use that? Oh, yeah, dude. No, you the impression dude. guy. I don't do fucking Seinfeld. Who cares? Nothing matters. <laughs> Have fun. True Have nothing, fun. Man. Yeah. So you just did the Portland... Yeah, Portland Maine Comedy Festival. I'm heading out to Laugh After Dark in Vegas, um, October 1st through the 5th. We're happy so, for you. Yeah, man. We're really happy for you. Yeah, dude. We're really happy. We're both I'm happy. happy. I'm just no, kidding. No, man. You, but no, I, you I guys are seriously like... Recently. Dude, no, but I, how many... How long have you been at it, and how many I'm, festivals have you done? Oh, dude. Um, this will be... Yeah, this will be the second one, so... Nice. Good. Yeah. 
Um, didn't get picked for loonies. Didn't get loonies, dude. We were just talking about that, too. Yeah, dude. I'm in here furious. I'm like, what? They don't believe in me, man. They don't believe in me. I'm on the comedy works. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, yeah. people tell you, hey, yeah. you should do it. And yeah. the people that are in it, like, you should do it. And then you don't get it. You're like, eh. But they got some hitters, man. Guys that have it's been at it a long time. We were, so. so we had Al Goodwin on a couple months ago. That's awesome. And he's, you know, he's great. Al's one of the best. And he's, he, he's on there. When we asked him about it, we were talking about the festival. He said, I've never been picked for a festival. I think he said he's been picked for one. Which one was it? I don't remember, but like he, ever since then, he's never got. Oh, it's a bad one, luck run, which blows my mind because he is so incredibly talented. Yeah, you were saying he, that he you're like, like I feel much better now after hearing that. Yeah, it's sometimes yeah. political. Yeah, uh, and you uh, got him with just a submission. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't have any connection to either of these. Like I was taught, it pretty yes. much. It's like uh, for the. It was just the tape I sent in. I did the show at uh, Trinity Brewing, mm-hmm. um, and I used my tape from that. I just had a. I had a great, great show. Five. I had a great. I had a great five. That's all you need. I can't think of anything I could like. That's the thing is like if I have one of those sets where I'm like I'm not sure what I could have done better, and then I submit that out. I'm like, hey, if I don't get it, Good who cares? You. How often do you record? You know, um, I try to do like uh, shows every single Showcases. time. Shows every. I don't really record open mics um it's kind of like usually a lot of the time it's like the room's kind of bad and it's hard to get a gauge but it's good to get the reps in still sure, but like for shows and stuff it's like i can figure out wording and then you're in like a you're in a clutch environment the so you really are going to figure out yeah so so Looney's got the d on your chest garrett dude, he's, hitting he's burps ready. big dog and bro that rules get it shouty yeah, man. So, so, yeah. so, work in a room with three at uh, three E's wasn't the time to record it. No, right? yeah, no, that's my special. Actually, is <laughs> me hosting the open mic where I brought up two people on drugs. Yeah, that was so fun, dude. That was actually like you did have. Jason was like hitting his head before, like fucking hosting. It takes away the stuff I want to work on, and you just went at it with this attitude. I never. He's doing cartwheels on the goddamn stage. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, let's have fun. Who gives a that's shit? Who was doing? Impressive. Was a guy really on mushrooms that night? <laughs> dude. So I was talking to this guy in the back. Oh my <laughs> I was talking to this guy in the back. He's like, "Hey, what advice do you have for me? You know, starting comedy because I'm you know pretty new." As he's talking to me, he's literally has like. A mushroom that's like that big. He's just eating it's a portobello. Fucking, dude, it's literally <laughs> huge. Yeah. It like literally probably did like probably ten grams of mushrooms. <laughs> and, and then he's like literally he's like, oh, it's just like candy. I'm like, it's not. I've had just mushrooms so you know. before. Well, I wouldn't do that. And like, yeah, that's, that's literally what I said. I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? Like, you got to go. Like, I think you have to kind of start off at least sober and then kind of you you earn it one drink to give yourself like like courage and then you get up there but eventually that goes away yeah like i was i was talking to mike hammock uh about like kind of like the advice and stuff mike hammock dude why don't you like mike hammock dude i love that oh he's only like i love the dude he's just he's competition right now so oh he's he's going up against him to win the the best of the fest so hey mike i still love you dude Uh, i still love you too buddy no dude i like dude i like that spirit dude i was talking dude i'm <laughs> dude, I like Wait, he's wearing my... fucking CU all day, dude. He's about he's about to crush somebody. Dude, right? oh, yeah, but I was, I was talking with Mike, and he was like, like, because uh, I was laugh after dark. It's like a, it's a pretty good get. Like I, I was talking to Mike about it, and he's like, dude, I didn't get laugh after dark. And I'm like, holy oh, wow. shit. And I was like, holy shit, Mike Hammock didn't get this thing. I got this thing. Holy, what the hell? And uh, we, we were talking about. It. He's like, hey, here's what you're gonna do. It's like. All your sets completely sober. I want you to be on. I want you to be tight. I want you to be focused. And then for networking, I want you to have business cards. I want you to have booking manager. This everything. Is hammock? This is Mike Hammock telling me all this That's stuff. Sweetheart. Dude, Mike Hammock is like one of the, he's one of the people in comedy I would say I'm the most grateful for in like terms of like, because he's been there since I started. And he's like seeing me progress and like seeing me work really hard. How was, long have you been doing it? Um, I've been doing it two years now. 
two years. So, okay. yeah, like pretty much just at two years. It's insane to me to know that you've only been, like, have you seen him work? Just like from little things, it's it's insane to see you've only done this two years. That's very, that's very sweet. You have one day. of the best uh, Norm impressions I've ever so seen. So that was a huge was reason fun, why dude. we wanted you on there, too. That was the first time I really got to see <laughs> I knew of you already, yeah. but to see you in action, I originally, so I used to get everybody on here a, uh, a gift, then I started running out of money. But I wanted to get him a Norm a shirt of bitch. him as uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, dude, in due that's time, so my friend, sweet. I had a, instead, it was Birthday Boys Day. Dude, I man, I love dude. You guys are the sweetest man. I I appreciate y'all so much. We love comedy, dude. No, hell yeah, me too, man. Love no, comedy. I I I love Norm. It's also was very fun. It's probably probably one of the most fu- fun writing sessions I ever had. <laughs> was writing for this? that show. <laughs> I was like, so you know, and, and uh, so I was, a, uh, I was, a, uh, I was, uh, I was reading this thing. It said, uh, um, <laughs> "Keep going, keep going." <laughs> I was like, I was, I was reading. I was, I was walking through the, the the aisles of the grocery store, you know, because they got uh, all the all the foods in there, you know, because that's where you get food at the the store of groceries. And then you you go and you walk through there, and uh, I saw that the the, the Tropicana is calling it uh, the OJ. That's that's what I feel really bad for with those OJ murders is a uh, Tropicana, you know. <laughs> They had, to, they had to change all that uh all those they can't call it OJ anymore. Hey, they gotta change it. Hey, hey Norm, can we got we gotta stop it on the OJ stuff, dude. We gotta stop it on that's, the OJ. What? So I, I What? I, I just love. showed Cece last night my favorite Norm McDonald the moth, joke. The moth, the moth joke. joke. You know the moth my, joke, right? Yeah, dude. It's my favorite Norm McDonald dude, joke. Watching and him So Moth goes into the gynecologist's office. And <laughs> She's watching it and she's like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Oh yeah, nobody gets it right away. And finally, when he goes, "Oh, the light was on," she's just like, "Oh, holy fuck!" I was like, "It was a ride, right?" It was. He took you on a ride. Yeah, and it's just the simplest punchline. And just, oh, dude, did you did you ever watch that? uh, There's like the there's like the documentary thing about Norm. Like where he did his last special, and then they have like the panel. It's like Chappelle, Letterman, and oh, all no. those people that worked with him, like Sandler and all that stuff. It, dude, I, I cried. Was it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I saw dude, that. I saw it's, that. It's 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 incredible, and like the way they that they stories. talk about him. There's yeah. stories about him because I mean, a guy that doesn't even tell you, "Hey, I'm dying," just you know, he's all funny. There's no seriousness to that man. Yeah, man, he's. Yeah, it's, there's nothing funny about almost dying. So it's just it's like, That's uh, how he looks. He doesn't would you wanna... guys tell somebody if you were dying? I like, honestly, you know, I, would, I would tell for my. Sure. To be honest, I would just I would just tell my family. I don't want you to be bummed. I don't like my family, so I don't think I tell them. Yeah, no, I. Like, I you guys. Dude, well, that's I, a different thing, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I'd use it to get more shows, dude. Hey man, I'm I, dying. I for sure, I'd milk the shit out of it. I'm like, hey. Give me hey, five. Hey, Wendy, you better make me headline. I'm going to die in three weeks. Terminal tour. <laughs> the terminal tour. Dude, you know, I'm going to tell the Denver Post you didn't fucking put me out and say you called me this. Yeah, That's dude. So funny. This is my make a wish. This is honestly that if I if they were like if I actually got a make a wish, it would be to headline Comedy Works downtown. Oh, well, like yeah. right now. Like even if even though I definitely don't have an hour, it's like I want to feel it. I want to feel it. I want. Once I want it so first, bad. Just that first two minutes, you're like, "Oh, this is why." Yeah, dude. Like I'm doing. I'm doing new talent line on Tuesday. It was also sick. Yeah, I saw that. Is the other day. I went up with my roommate Cole because he was on New Talent Night, and I just put my name on the stand up list. I was like freaking like tenth, yeah. and then I got picked. I'm like, it's not. They're just picking people they like. I, I always thought it was like who got there first. They got your name. Welcome, nah, man. welcome to comedy. Welcome, welcome to comedy. Welcome to comedy works. Where they, hey, man, I'll give it. I'll give a, I'll give a shit as long as I'm. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I hate the fact that it's it, but I love the attitude. I don't give a shit as long as I'm getting mine. Dude, yeah. Honestly. No, but also, it's like being the people have, I like. Yeah. You don't have this. Uh, 
You just yeah, you're grinding, but you don't have this mentality of fuck other people. You're just like I'm just looking oh, out for yeah, me. Yeah, we don't know that yet. We don't know. That. No, yeah, dude, no one matters. I'm like, no, no. It's like I have like the thing I I've think is the kidding. reason why I've progressed as fast as I have is I've I've lived in like first of all like my first house like uh, I just moved out of my parents' house and I moved in with four comedians. It was me. So you're forced th- to get yeah. out. Yeah, it was forced to get out. So I was like. Uh, I was like moving out of my parents' house because my grandparents like had their house um, and they were moving to Phoenix. So I was like, holy crap, I'm going to try to fill this okay, spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just like, I was doing open mics and all that stuff. And then Luke Stam was looking for a place to live. Oh, um, you're Th- in that group. Fab Jarter, John Brown, Charlie McMullen, and they all moved in. And the thing is, I'm like six months in, I'm bombing, I'm eating shit all the time. Really? It's yeah. Good though. So bad. So bad. Everyone's giving me a hard time. The Wi Fi password of my house still is Jason is a hack. <laughs> Dude, the that, fact Thad made it. That's so funny. And Thad made the Wi-Fi, and he's like, "Fuck you, dude!" And I'm like, "God damn it! I'm no, trying my best out here." Of course, Thad would handle the the Wi-Fi. Yeah, he would, dude. I never even thought of that. Man, don't worry, don't worry. If there's does, anybody that can set it up. It's Thad. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, so like, uh, I lived with them, and it just you had like you you have to figure it out. That's fantastic because like, you got some real bangers. Like Charlie McMullen can crank him out. John Brown can crank him out. He's a great writer, great performer. They love mm-hmm. each other, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, we do so much. Yeah. Um, but like both of those guys, yeah. Thad's like Thad's rising too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm That's glad- the thing. Thad, Thad and me are like freaking rivals, dude. Like I love that guy to death. He's one of my best friends. But dude, it's like every time he's your like, first. Yep. Oh, you'll yeah. have yep. many comedy. Like I've been doing this for 13 years. People disappear. You're gonna have so many comedy rivals, and it's gonna break your heart mm-hmm. because you're gonna see so many people you think have so much talent just quit yep and then you're gonna see these people that have no talent find the drive to keep going and you're like just fucking die frankie (laughs) frankie oh what's that oh fonseca's got you on another one keep going kid keep going jesus dude no man it is it is funny it's like uh (laughs) 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 no it it is it does suck because it's like a lot of the people you want to like I, like that's the thing is like odds are out of everyone that we know in yeah. comedy there's like mate out of Colorado Springs there's probably like one or two guys maybe or girls like there's this uh like this like Luso is crushing it threes. I finally got to catch her she's pretty funny yeah yeah she's tearing it up at threes yeah yeah man she's like the the thing is it's like building those relationships is what mm-hmm. she's doing an incredible job at she's very very funny um there's another another person named uh, Corey Deck who's a very very close friend of mine yeah great, I've seen her great comic dude I saw her also go viral with a video yeah dude she I think she just hit like freaking like nine million it was something about uh it was a uh, great trump joke no i was it was about a uh, women running for president oh yours is the trump joke my yeah my that one that one only got like a hundred something uh, thousand it's not that much like it being difficult for you, like this is a legit question. Like, cause yeah. you're kind of like most most comics are, uh, they kind of lean liberal, but you're kind of on the opposite fence of that. Do you find it a little more challenging? Um, that's what's really funny is like I've had multiple people like come at me and be like, like, oh, you're you're a conservative comic. I'm like, genuinely, I just hate the government. That's literally <laughs> that's it. That's my genuine opinion. I'm yeah. like anyone in a position of power in the government is going to use it poorly. I don't care who it is. And that's that's the that's like the only that's the one step. That's yeah. the one th- I go one further than like uh more liberal comics because right. they'll be like, "You know what? Joe Biden's actually a hero." No. no. He is selling out the American people. He can't talk. He's a shell. And and I'm like that's the same thing with Trump. It's the same thing. Is like uh 
you think about him and everyone has like all these feelings about it. It's like, oh, he's just another guy. Yeah, and the re- much, yeah. yeah. Uh, anybody in office, I'm pretty much. Yeah. I don't trust. Yeah, but dude. I imagine you would do pretty well in Colorado Springs. Though. Oh, no. Also, the thing is, I've been, it's, I've had, I did Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine's a super liberal city. Oh, yeah, and I have a joke sure. about me asking girls out like Joe Biden gives a presidential speech. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> One of, pretty, pretty decent. Because <laughs> I'm there. I'm like, you're a very pretty lady. You have the Gillis in you too. Yeah, you guys I do. do it. You guys oh, have that same kind of delivery. Hero. Where you la- I know, I know you love him. Yeah, <laughs> so but like the, when you laugh at when yeah. you laugh at that part where you just do the sound and you laugh at it, it's yeah. it's so. I mean, it's great, dude. It's so funny. Yeah, and then but so I had I had to rework that joke when I was there because I felt them freaking like tight, you know, tighten up. I'm like, hey, if you don't like this joke, just replace Joe Biden with Mitch McConnell. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. And then boom, slam dunk, solid. And then applause break. Break, you're set going and then then like uh like i said went really good and then like uh like i like got like a bunch of really good feedback from the the people that ran the festival and zach amico was really kind mm-hmm. he was like dude holy shit it was it was like a really it's probably like this kind of like i made it like I've, i'm doing the right path it. you know yeah it's a version of it yeah yeah it, uh, it felt really good you know same thing same thing with the uh, moving on in uh, new faces that that was a really that was a really big thing for me because i was real dude i was i was so nervous before new faces for like two days yeah. i was sick i was throwing up i had like i was i had diarrhea i was Damn. i literally i called in sick to work two days before it and i still felt like shit the day of the Guess show. Just for being nervous, yeah. Have yeah. you ever had a show where you're that fucking scared? So I bombed twice in one night once. Yeah. Garrett was there. I bombed twice in one night. I called off from work the next day because I had a fu- I had another show and I was mm-hmm. so nervous. I was like, I never want to. F- I've never bombed that hard ever. Wait, again. What show was this? Was it was it a weekend? It was. Uh, what show? You mean the show that was the following day? Yeah, the bombing twice. When did oh, the bombing twice is when we did. It was Mike's. It was we did Johnny Bratsvins. I was the first time I met him. We oh, talked just about open mics. Mm-hmm. It was just open mics, but I've never bombed that way ever. Oh, um, so it's kind of like oh fuck. It was one of those things where I was like, you especially. So, but, I had a sh- like... but I had a showcase the next mm-hmm. day, and it was a it was a big Mel one. So I was just like, well, I'm not. I'm, and all I did was spend. I really do spend as much time as I can. Like it's kind of annoying, but I. I focus and I just go go over it as many times as I can because I will forget. I feel like bombing once you're okay, but like bombing twice, two shows in a row, that shit would shake you. Oh yeah, no, shook. it did. I've never because we're okay with that. We're okay with Mike bombing, but yeah. twice. I remember Garrett in that first show. Garrett came up to me, he's like, "Get him on the next one. It's fine." And then I didn't. And then I did not. <laughs> to de- definitely did not get him on the next one. Uh, Maybe it went worse. <laughs> dude, I'll never forget. Oh yeah, I do remember that. It That's was a Mel show and yeah. it went great that following day. It was mm-hmm. fun and all that, but. But one that made me that nervous. Um, what about what about you? I'm trying to think about like nervous before a show. I think uh, it's I, also it's like Green I American think Comedy Festival. I was shitting bricks the mm. entire time. Green Mountain, Great American, Great American. Oh, Where, where's that one? Nebraska. Oh wow! So I did this one too in 2013. I was one of the fun, but it, it was nerve wracking because you're with guys you don't know. Everyone's competition. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different place. I was with a fucking. I don't want to bring him up again, but he was another one of those guys where it's just like Chris Meeks. Chris Meeks. He doesn't do comedy anymore, but man, this guy was sitting in the bathroom telling everybody. Oh, he had some weird strategies. Dude, he would sit in the bathroom and he would sit there. He told me this that night. He said, you want to see how I made it forward? Like the ego. He said, want to know how I won that? Tell me. And he said, uh, so I just stayed in the bathroom all the time when people came in. He said, I'm super nervous, man. I'm part of this festival. Uh, I'm a, I'm a. I was homeless for a long time. I take care of my daughter. He gave his sob story in the bathroom for two hours before the show, 
And that's how he got, because he didn't crush, but he got voted in. I was like, what the fuck? He told me the story just so proudly. And after that, I was like, God you damn, dude. Hey, man, bitch. it's about winning, baby. It's about winning, baby. Hey, you man, won. that's the Tom Brady of stand-up comedy competitions, dude. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You're winning? Done. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to hold a knife to people before they get the voting next time. I'm like, listen, I'm the Tom Brady, okay? I'm more like the, no, I'm Security I'm, I'm like, we got another Mexican. I'm not Tom Brady. I'm the guy. I'm the Aaron. Aaron, what's his name? The guy that Hernandez. Killed. I'm the Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I'm the Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, of I'm about to win a freaking Super Bowl, dude. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. There, is, there is like those people in stand-up comedy competitions where it's like you know, because at the end of the day, it's kind of, it's it's a toss-up. Like I kind of I've talked with a bunch of people about like the comedy works thing, and it's like, uh, like what I told everyone that. I, I like my closest friends, like my friend Corey, you know, you have you if you do not have the absolute best set hands down without a question, it is not even close between you and the next person you're not going through. That's like the mentality you have to have. It's like if I'm not getting Straight everything three. right, if yeah. I'm not doing everything right, then you're not going to go through. And the thing uh, is, my, my 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 set, I was like. Money. I I had crazy fuel behind my. Zero fat on it. Yeah. If I didn't win, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna make the money needed to pay rent, and I was gonna get evicted. So I was like, that that was my fuel. That's pressure, dude. That's comedy, and, okay. Uh, That's true pressure. I was like, okay. <laughs> that sucks though. And then I ended up winning, and then my my ex wife got pregnant. I was like, fuck. Well, now we're gonna have some monkey wrench. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay for a plan B now. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Plan B has a fucking sailor's mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also like that's something that I've when I've talked to I, I got I've had a lot of really long conversations with Mike about you know like decision making and all that different stuff because it's like you can it's it's a complete it makes the road a lot more difficult like getting those going out to freaking Omaha like on a Tuesday because mm-hmm. you have to but it's like you know I got to pick up my kid from school I have these obligations and these responsibilities that I have to have. Yeah, like yeah. that. That makes that makes that stuff tough. And you don't have a kid, all right? No. Yeah. No, no, if, that uh, would be crazy. That'd be fun. If this was Spencer James, he'd tell you never have a kid. Yeah. Never no, I have a kid. I I, I want to go the Foxworthy route. That's kind of my plan. It's like because uh, his whole his whole thing is he was have doing yeah he was doing like uh, um, shows and he had like a family and a wife and everything. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. And he would fly like he would take a private jet the night of the show. He'd fly back and then drive his kids to school every day. Then on the weekend, fly back out. You could probably do that. That's that's probably something we can manage. Oh, dude, right now though, like I I had to have a very uncomfortable conversation with my daughter. I had to tell mm. her, like, look, uh, hey, yeah. I love you, and but like I'm chasing dreams, and I want you. I want you to chase dreams too, and I want you to see that I have something left in my tank. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to chase these. So I might not always be here, but I promise you, it's it's it, we're working towards something, and it's for you guys. And I'll make it. I'll make it up to you in the end. But I'm gonna. It's going to require some sacrifice, and I may not see you a whole lot. You may end up staying with your mom more time than not. And she was just like, "I was like, are you cool with that?" And she's like, "Yeah." I think it's cool to hear so, a parent say that. Yeah, like I, you know, because there's there's two there's like those like you kind of know when like your parent didn't like like my parents. It's not like they like sacrificed their dreams or anything. It's like they they my parents because they because like we're how the way they grew up. At least my mom, you know, she my mom didn't think that she was gonna like live past like thirty. Why? Wow. Just you know, just, just the like of it? just no, just like uh, you know, just of how like her upbringing was and stuff, just being really hard. 
you know, like she, she grew up in like Florence and, um, she just had, a, she, my mom had a tough upbringing. She, she was just like genuinely like, I'm so much further in life. Cause my mom's a, she's a therapist. She's a business owner. Um, right now she actually, uh, in monument, she runs the only psychedelic therapy office oh, wow. for, for psychedelic mushrooms. It's super cool. I was going to say ketamine, but it's psychedelic yeah, no, mushrooms. Yeah, psychedelic. way cooler than I thought. Dude, my mom rules, man. You know how cool, you know how cool she is? He rode in here and parked a Tesla in the yeah, front dude, of my, my mom, my mom let My mom lets me borrow you know the, the, the Tessie, dude. <laughs> I got so, the Tessie, so, bro. So I go get him out from the garage, and I'm like shoveling poop out of the fucking garage, and I look up, and I'm like, whose is that, Jason? Jason, who whose is that? And he's like, uh, yeah, about that, about that. Oh, it's, my oh, <laughs> it's my mommy's. It's my mommy's, dude. That's great. It's my mommy's, dude. <laughs> And, and that's the thing. It, what's, what sucks is that when I was a kid, I was very poor. Like there's this there's this one time for Christmas, like when it was when my mom and dad were separated. Like uh, my mom didn't have money for Christmas presents. She gave my she had enough money to give my sister a present, but she gave me a twelve pack of soda. And her present to me and said, "Jason, you can have as many of these a day as you want." <laughs> And you that mean was 12 my, of them? It, yeah, dude. And literally, I spilt one. I started sucking it out of the carpet. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't want to so waste any. Let me ask you this then. Because we, I don't know if we talked about this yeah. on the actual pod, but yeah. you said that was like, like if you, there was a guy that was like, if I could fill a waterbed with, with soda, you would. And you were like, that's fucking great. I was like, that's great. Do you that's think, cool. what that was. Do you think cool. like your love for soda like is an attachment to your mom probably i don't know that Holy could be it. oh yeah. that's that's probably true. that could be it, it. I, I love my mom dude. i love stand-up comedy and all the like fucked up shit behind it like mm-hmm. it's you know because i don't have a loving mom mm-hmm. my mom i don't know my stepdad's probably listening my mom's great that sucks uh, yeah i love my stepdad like if they ever got divorced i'd be like i gotta take custody of my stepdad because mm-hmm. he's fucking fantastic and but my mom and my dad they were both shit parents mm-hmm. like i got thrown in with my aunt and uncle so like i love the fact that you're like i gotta do this for my mom i gotta do like and yeah that's, like, that's, that's yeah that's literally my why is like one of my favorite quotes um, it's always really funny when we're talking about like inspirational stuff, and I'm like, "Real freaking ice cream's weird, guys." <laughs> and then that's like what we're doing. But like at the end of the day, like I have, I have this quote that I think about all the time. It's like I have a responsibility to the people that believe in me to succeed. Like and I then, think about that. Ooh. It's like it's not like you feel that way too. Yeah, it's I like do, yeah, yeah. It's it's not like a choice. It's a responsibility. Like there's a difference between a choice and a responsibility. It's like this is something I have to do. And like on those days when I don't feel like going out and doing an open mic or I don't feel like writing, I think about my mom and everything that she did for me. I think of my dad, my stepdad, you know, my stepmom, my sister, um, my friends, you know, people that have gone above and beyond to be in my corner hundred percent. And I'm like, that's why I'm going out. That's why I'm going to go grind it out and write this new 15. And this that's is why I'm going to go fantastic. out and attack it in a really impressive way. Cause it's like, like that, like those comedy work sets. It's like, I was, I was prepping, I was prepared, I was tight and I was, I was dialed in. And I'm like, the, the, the only thing that can stop me is me. So it's yeah, like th- that's what I, that's what I love. That's about, how I feel too. Oh, I love that about comedy. That's I I, I was a wrestler in high school, so it's like I love the it's me. It's me. It's just it's you out all there. on me. I, whatever Rather I do to team. figure it out. Yeah, I hate it because on my football team. Like there was this whole thing. Like we didn't want to say we're going for state this year. We wanted to take a week by week, and I was like, that's fucking bullshit. We should be trying to win a state championship. And we're like, no, let's go have fun. But I, I wanted to win. I wanted to win really bad. And then I moved into the wrestling, and then that was like, you don't hey, rely it's on, on you. anybody else. It's you. It's all on and that's you. that's what I that's what I like a lot about. But obviously now it's kind of like you realize that comedy is a really collaborative thing. Like we're doing a podcast together. Sure. You build relationships with comedians. That's how you make it. Get on shows. Mm-hmm. You, you build. Yeah, you build. yeah friendships. 
Like Absolutely. people book their friends. That's like the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost always you book people you like being around and enjoy. Like there's a lot of really funny people that aren't getting booked because they're bad hangs. People don't like being around them. The bad hang. Yeah. Bad hang. Damn. I, I remember on the TV show Crashing, T.J. Miller gave a big old monologue about that. He was like, if you're not a good hang, you're not going to get booked. I understand that, especially mm-hmm. if you're going on tour with someone. You do, that does make sense. You want a David yeah. Bory or a Sam Talent that's just going to be the funnest person in the world. Yeah, dude. And it's also, it's someone that's not sucking energy out. Like, it's someone that's like giving giving you fuel you know sure, yeah. yeah yeah that's the same thing yeah someone that just makes you enjoy it I'm, I'm so uh, I meant to tell you this earlier but I'm glad you sucked ass for your first six months no man dude it was bad it, it was, was it okay was bad. though because you, you t- need you, that, that's the lesson you needed to learn oh yeah it's also it's like uh, what, what really sucks now is like now I've like I, I have a five minutes that I'm like I can do in pretty much any room and it's gonna go okay mm. like no matter what and like those, and when I get like one of those jokes from like I've done this at Comedy Works and it's freaking murdered, and then I like I bring it to yeah. like a show and the show's a little funky and then it does bad, I'm like, okay, this this is gonna I'm gonna have to work for this one. And you kind I kind of have like testers in my act. Yeah, yeah, you like, have to. That's good. That's good that you understand that you you have to send out some feelers first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you kind of like this is how this goes. They didn't like this joke. I can steer away from that. Your comedy IQ is fucking. Yeah, up your there, comedy man. IQ is pretty insane. Yeah, dude, dude, so I have great, comedy autism, great. bro. I got comedy autism for sure, dude. <laughs> dude, like, dude, literally, like, uh, dude, Luke gave me the most shit of all time for doing this. Luke has I, an extra comedy chromosome. Dude, he, no, not like me, dude. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. No, so I, I, what I do when I watch comedy is I'll watch, like for Shane Gillis, like his beautiful dog special. I freaking I just started it. it yesterday. Dude, incredible! I love it so much. He's my freaking hero. He's my favorite comedian in the whole world. In the whole world, you that um, Shane Gillis? Yeah, dude, he's Probably my, the- he's the man. Um, and I watch, I watch the special front to back. You know, just the first time, and I like watch it just to enjoy it. I watch the special a second time. I'll write down notes of things that I like that the performer did. What did he do well here? How did he sit in this lap? How, what's his timing is he I how, pay attention what's, to that yeah him. like what's his timing i did i do the same thing for like Chappelle and um brian regan um norm and you and then i kind of can piece those things together and i can figure out okay he did this pacing here the pros yeah and then it's like this is someone that's getting paid millions of dollars to do this and they just they're putting it out for free and you get to see what they're doing it's kind of like it seems like a dumb resource not to not to pull pull from that and see what these people are doing well because also they're so different like Chappelle is so different from Brian Regan and Shane Gillis is different from Chappelle and Mm. all those different things you can see what's working for this guy how can I pull this in for me how could I sell this joke in a way and how could I write a like write a through line like Neil Brennan is really good at writing a through line like he has a theme throughout all of his jokes yeah so that's what I'm kind of trying to do is like i will try that too, yeah yeah because yeah, i'm trying to write i'm I, like my kind of ideas for my first hour like i have a lot of jokes about my mom i have a lot of things that i'm talking about my mom and like dating and all that stuff i'm like that's a good through line so it's like my idea in my brain is like when i do a special at some point it's gonna be like jason alexander mama's boy and i'll have like a bunch of jokes about my no, mom you've already got the uh yeah yeah it's You're like I have, good. I have a bunch of stuff like that and then also one of the things about writing stand-up that i think a lot of people miss is that when you say I can write a joke about anything, you really that actually limits the amount of creativity you have. Like if I sit down, I'm like I'm going to write jokes about ice cream. What do I think about ice cream? And then you just sit down and write that. It's a lot easier to then go wider within a narrow topic. Sure, sure. And that's what a lot of people miss is then you see like open micers that are just 
they only have abortion jokes and sex jokes. Yeah, but that's all they love. They're, yeah. they're probably also really new, and they're they're hanging on that like that's what that's why it I was bombing. My, my initial jokes were all freaking dirty as shit. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so. I start. I start, you started being you. Yeah, and then I kind of was like, I'm just. Uh, this is what I thought. Like I should talk about because I, I, I watched too. open mics. But then I was like, what can I talk about? That's me. And then that's when I started doing really good. Yeah, yeah. That's the here. best way to do it. Because nobody yeah. else can steal your material. Yes. And that, look, also, I just saw Gabriel Glacius here in Pueblo. That's all he did. He only talked stories about himself. Absolutely. It was only his It makes you appreciate yeah. the jokes too more. By the way, I wanted to bring this up with you. Mm-hmm. You did a joke last week. Uh, speaking of ice cream, how yeah. you went to Dairy Queen, and when they did the thing through the drive through where they lifted upside down, you went, God, no, what are you doing? <laughs> I went there the other night. Dude, I felt that. I felt it so much. You get talking, scared. You, know, because you I guys are dumb, night. though, because I know if that sucker slips, I'm getting a free one, yeah. and I'm probably cleaning up whatever fell. <laughs> and I'm slurping it off your the asphalt, brother. Your hand is brother. right there. You're like, uh, dumbass, uh, and then you're just going to eat it. No blinking. No, but I, but that's the li- real fat guy stuff. Dude, that's such fat guy stuff, dude. I, I sneak into DQ, and I pam all their cups. You have a cup underneath. Oh, <laughs> shit. You a little slippy in there, huh? You guys trying to short me? Get me two of those, actually. Get me two. You having a bowl that you bring the dairy? My, my DQ Ziploc bag. Uh. Yeah, uh, uh, you guys are gonna get rid of that? I'll just Undefeated. Take that. I'll just take- just, no. You're just scooping up melted ice cream. Dude, so <laughs> I, I know it's coming. Yeah. I go in there with my girlfriend the other day, DQ, to get the Snickerdoodles cheesecake or cookie dough thing. Dude, so good. So I go in there and she does that, and I'm just talking to her, and then they're like, "Oh, we got." And I just, without even thinking, I go to grab it, and she goes, "Whoo!" And I and I and I just jolted, ice, and I said to her, "I said to her, you don't have to do that." <laughs> <laughs> I believe you that no. it's full. I don't think it's a fucking the moon and it's just hollow and oh, there's aliens man. on the inside. I mean, man, I, I want that challenge. Like, do it. Flip that fucking cup. Do it, Dude, I you're, you, you're, don't you're, squeeze it either. Don't squeeze it. Hold it for ten start, seconds. Pussy. Start rubbing your belly. You're like, oh yeah, oh, flip that shit, girl. Oh coming. yeah. <laughs> Give me I'm that coming. choco brownie extreme, baby girl. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Give me that chocolate brownie. I don't even look at it. Like, please, you don't have to. Just give me the fucking. Do you see that anywhere else before they give you your sandwich? Hey, look, it's still a fucking sandwich. No, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I understand why they're doing it. They don't have to. I believe you that it's full. I believe it's the thickest thing. It's thick as her legs, you know? Give me the ice cream. Yeah, dude. I I do. I do. What I. It honestly, it's like. I, I remember like the moment Hold I on. wrote the joke is like I was uh, just like walking around. Scow meter. All right. So Garrett's an asshole. I don't yeah. know that. So we counted scowls, and that was the first one of the episode. So we're now on 14 scowls. Here we go. Scowls. Scowl? There you go. Scowls. I, 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 You're going like. <laughs> All right, birthday boy. Dude, that's just dad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Like once you become a dad, you just go. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I feel like I'm raising <laughs> you. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I had a I had a conversation with my mom about like my roommates and like uh like how to like kind of deal with everything. Oh, you do have comedian roommates. Yeah, so I have comedian roommates because like I don't know how to deal with like conflict and stuff. My mom's a therapist, which rules. So it's kind of like I get to talk to her and stuff. I should actually get a real Are therapist. Guys, is it Austin Brinker your landlord? No, it's my dad. I, oh, I oh. thought I thought it was that too when you brought that up. I think I think that's Wait, uh, Austin Brinker's your dad. Yeah, he is. Fun 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 story. Fun uh, story. <laughs> Plot twist, oh my dude. god, the dots connect though, because yeah. the mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, your yeah, mom yeah. Yeah, shut up, dude. <laughs> dude <Mom>. I think I. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, he was selling yeah. those at one of the shows. It was so funny. Dude. Keep going. Keep oh going. yeah, man. Like, uh, no, but like I was calling my mom about how to like run like my roommates and stuff, and like how to deal with things. She's like, Jason, this is not your problem. You're not a dad. 
Like you don't need to like fix everything for everybody. That's like, how I these feel. are these are peers. Like you don't need to fix everything. That's, and I was like, that's that's, that's good advice. That's good advice. I just need to let people be mad at each other sometimes. That's a really hard but thing for me. So me too. I'm a fixer. Whether it's me relationship, yep. I mean, like all this stuff was me being like, mm-hmm. okay, I have to do this. And Why it's also a matter like of you have that responsibility though. Why yeah. do you feel like you I it's so I think the reason for me is like uh my, my, my parents were divorced and uh so I always felt like I had to get in the middle of conflict. And also okay. also funny story, my mom and dad were fighting one time and I wanted them to stop fighting. I'm like, you know it'd be really funny. I'm gonna get in this laundry bin and I'm gonna go all the way down the stairs. Cause that'd Jason be, that'd be broke his funny. leg. <laughs> Dude, literally, I, I literally get two steps in, I start tumbling down the stairs. And they did stop fighting, so it didn't work. <laughs> So. Hey, your son has a concussion for the and like yeah, it could have been way worse. Like yeah, you're in a wheelchair the rest of your life, and they're like, "Well, we're not fighting anymore." Well, that's good. But now you can't say yeah. anything though if they start fighting. You're just sitting there. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> just you go up the chair on the side of the wall. You turn. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the wheelchair. I'm like, nah. You're turning. Screw you, mom. Stop no, fighting, dad. You're a piece of shit. As you're petting, as you're petting Gatsby again. Yeah, dude. Oh man, no, I think that that's why. Is like genuinely, I was always whenever like people were fighting, it's like that something really bad's gonna happen. So, why well, have the same issue? Mm-hmm. He knows this too. Where yeah. my brothers were fuck ups. Last year, one of them almost got killed mm. doing the other. But it's a matter of like, I know it's it's great, but it's mm. one of those things where I have to be, I have to be, the adult son. Mm. No one's ever put that pressure on me. No one ever has. But like the way my mom relies on me on shitty situations, one of those things where like I'll rise to it. But I have this problem where I th- in my th- I have a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like she'll always say, That's like, you can't, you can't fix everything, even personal life like there's some things where it's like man he just fucking be do you pay this therapist i do pay this therapist and then the, the, their advice the is like hey you know have you thought about just tell being because <laughs> like, i the feel like i tell you the yeah. same thing and you don't pay me i actually did i paid you I you paid gave you me today. two snowballs and three fucking reeses uh, i gave you 25 bucks <sighs> i gave you a pinata that's so far sorry 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 had you come i think over that on counts birthday, as princess. a scale was throwing your birthday hat at another man that's pretty angry. So sorry, so sorry for giving you a ride. Oh, uh, so sorry, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But Garrett's not one of those guys that sees those yeah. things. Also, like uh, this is this is actually a very funny story. So I was opening up for Paul Leah at Three E's. He like he's opening up for Matt Rife right now. Like literally like sixteen thousand seat shows. It's insane. Who's Matt Rife? Um, I'm just kidding. Nah, keep going. Keep, some freaking douchebag. <laughs> I know that just some hot guy that four. every girl I've gone on a date with when I say I do comedy they ask me if I know Matt Rife dude do you know Matt and, fuck yeah, and you say fuck yeah I, do. And I say yeah I did I opened up for him I was telling him Shh, baby I'm fat Rife it. no I'm fat Rife dude fat Rife there you go hey, there you, we go, should, you should use that in your skit have there, you thought of that you, hey, 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 hey baby have you I used that, that in your skit <laughs> have you gotten that shit yet of dude, course he has dude, of my course he has he's new dude my grandpa dude I love a grandpa calls it a skit too let me sell this my grandpa Steve is one of my favorite people in the hey, world. Grandpa Steve. He's the best. <laughs> My grandpa Steve uh, literally is, he texts me, he's like, hey Jason, you have a face for radio. Use that in your skit. <laughs> oh damn, Grandpa. That's what he said to me, dude. And I'm like, Grandpa, I don't know how to use that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I dropped a six-pack of soda at a loaf and jug once and the dude behind the counter knew me and he's like, you should use that in your, your stand-up. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to use that in my, I dropped. Oh, you're right, that was great. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, dude, it's it's, that's so funny. So, <laughs> no, yeah, I remember I saw my auntie. She mm-hmm. had uh, her. We were at like a party, and she she was drunk, of course, and yeah. she had her uh, dress 
tucked into her underwear in the back. And then she had toilet paper coming from her foot. And she's drunkenly walking out. And everybody called her out and everybody's laughing. She's like, mijito, don't talk about me and your skit. It was one of those things where I was like, I promise you I won't. I promise I don't want to. But you're going to do it on a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Mijito, but don't do it. Oh, my God. That's incredible, dude. Do you you have any jokes where you, you, you like do an impression like that? I talked about it with my mom and... This was the same thing at Red Lake. It was the first yeah. time I experimented with it. And I talked the story about my mom when I told her I want to be uh, like a doctor. And she was like, you know, mijito, I'm so proud. You're so smart. He wants to be a doctor. And then I said uh, later on, I want to be a comedian. She was like, oh, my God. My son wants to be a comedian. He's so fucking stupid. And, <laughs> but that's what she says. She says all the time, you're so stupid. But that's I, so but funny. I, but, I told it, but I told that yeah. story. And then afterwards, I was like, I think the worst part about that is my mom doesn't have an accent. That's just what I hear every <laughs> single time. Wow. <laughs> Your mom's white. <laughs> No, she's Hispanic, but that's, I've told, every time I've ever told a story, not even like joke, yeah. I always do that because that's what I hear in my head. Because she is Hispanic as fuck, yeah. but she doesn't have an accent. She speaks Spanish, but no accent when she does that. Mijito. I just hear like this fucking yeah. conniving. Yeah, like like I do I do an impression of my mom, and my, my mom voice is like, well, Jason, you should do this. And my mom's like, that's a good one. I sound nothing like that. Oh, yeah. You're an idiot. No, of course you don't. I don't yeah. sound like I'm on testosterone, Jason. Yeah, dude. Let's see. What about your mom? You do. <laughs> okay. I'll, She's a witch. That's fun. My mom is a witch. That's Very true. fun story. I've been on more dates with women that are actual witches than have told me that they loved me. That's a fun fact. <laughs> you right. That's a wonderful opener just, before you even get started. <laughs> just walk out. Just so fun you guys know. fact uh, about me. I've dated uh, more witches than have uh, women that have told me that they loved so, me. Um, crazy. Like, I was dating this girl last year around this time. Dude. If you see a freaking, if this person's an actual witch, maybe you shouldn't date them. That's my fun well, fact. I was, I was dating a girl. He was a witch. Uh, last year around this time, who was a witch. Shut up. <laughs> and, uh, I've never met another witch in my life. How many witches do you know? Well, is that okay. Hocus Pocus? Shit went south. She's now the, the leader of the evil exes. Oh, but, he hasn't told you what this the hell is the evil exes, dude? Oh, man, they're oh, bad. Oh, it's a long story, dog. <laughs> dude, we got time. We're doing a podcast. I have a league of evil exes that just want to shit on my life. Oh, you're Scott Pilgrim, dude. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, he is. He is. You're Scott Pilgrim. And, uh, he burned one bridge and then two, and those bridges oh, built they together. Just spread. Um, but <laughs> That's she so fun. recently reached out to my mom, like, what? I don't know, two That's or three weeks up. ago. That's so funny. It was like, up. hey, I'm sorry shit fell apart between me and your son. I just wanted to let you know, like, I was looking forward to all the spooky witch shit we were going to do together. I'm just Jeez, like, dude, just leave, let it go, bitch. Let dude, it go. If you're gonna be, ladies, if you're going to be a witch, just wait till October. Then it's acceptable. Well, it's, like, okay, hey, I have two exes that within a matter of a month of us of shit going south with us, both married the previous guy that they were dating. I'm just like, what did I do? You made them realize, like, I got to go back. There's, <laughs> there's nothing better. Dude, there's nothing. There's nothing worse than seeing freaking uh, ex engagement pictures on Facebook. I'm just like, shit. Well, you have two ways to look at it. Either look at it like this guy has no fucking idea what he's getting involved in, or you're like, I'm glad she looks way better. She's mm. she's crushing it right now. Dude, yeah, I man. Know, I, just I never feel that way. Cars. You what? Just hope to get hit by cars. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like that, dude. I I got I got to tell you guys this. This is Please this do. is something that I think is insane and. My friend doesn't think it's insane. So I have this friend. We went out to LA to do some comedy stuff. Okay. She and her boyfriend were there. They went and stayed with her ex-boyfriend in the house that she broke up with. 
just to just to have a the place to stay in LA. Said, "Hey, why not have him come over?" Yeah, Jesus. Okay, that's weird, right? That's super that's weird. Super I weird. was there. I was. They slept. In the, they slept in the dude's bed, the ex boyfriend's bed. Okay, no. I'll and take then the couch. he slept on the couch. <laughs> Where did you sleep? The and night? by the way, this night I was on LSD. Oh. And she Jason was, and Alexander she was did LSD. Oh yeah, that's how I figured out how to do Trump. That's swear, so fucking dude, funny. Swear All to right. swear to God. So I was walking through Los Angeles, and I was just talking about how much I hated the city. And I'm like, look at this. It's a garbage city. It's a piece of shit. Because my friend really liked the city. Right. They lo- she, she's so like, LA's amazing. It. I'm like, LA's a piece of shit town. Nobody here knows anything. I'm better than everybody here. Because we just saw a bunch <laughs> of stand-up comedians that all sucked. And I'm like, everyone in LA is very gay. It's very bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so and I'm like, look at that trash can. It's a it's a new open mic. And like, it's like, Damn, LA, you're on notice. Dude, I was just... In, <laughs> it's and a then, new open yeah, dude, and then I was like, "Meatball Ron, this guy stinks." <laughs> like, Meatball Ron, and, and then I, they were like, "Holy!" It was just like, "Holy shit, you should." And I was like, "That's pretty tight." <laughs> That's pretty. Because I was just Sick. on LSD, and I just figured out how to do. Also, I did LSD at the Planetarium in uh, LA. Oh wow, that I would have never pinned you for an LSD guy, dude. That was insane. I would have never pinned that for you. I pinned you as a guy that maybe has like a protein shake after working out, but never no, LSD. Dude, no, dude, I, I smoke, I smoke reefers and uh, reefers. I smoke, oh, I smoke the marijuana, reefers. dude. No, it was literally I just like to a cop, dude. Yeah, like literally, like uh, just having Thad as my roommate. Oh yeah, you. Have. How do you feel about smelling salts? Smelling salts, dude. I did, I did those on Wheel of Doom. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you got those too. Yeah. This guy got naked on there. dude. I, had I a- fucking got, I got so overheated. I ripped off my shirt. I was like, fuck. Put the shirt. God, put, we'll put a picture of her awesome. right here, guys. We'll put a picture of her that's right here. That's so funny. Yeah. So I, I actually, I kind of, I, I need to honestly do this as a bit. But like, I was like, uh, I like did my Joe Biden joke when I had the smelling salts, and I'm like, man, we should start putting Joe Biden on smelling salts, dude. He already loves sniffing. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, Can you imagine? <laughs> did you, did you try working out a bit what he would do? Just yeah. Getting. He's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh my Stupid. God. <laughs> he mumbles faster. That's it. He mumbles faster. <laughs> I gotta ask though. So your first six months sucked yeah. so many dicks. Do you uh, since then or uh, to this point have what are your hell gigs? You've had hell. Yeah, gigs. we gotta know. Oh, gotta dude, know. hell gigs. Um. That's one probably gonna have one on Monday. Uh, Where's so, this at? Two threes. Uh, we can bleep it. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, like, dude, we've talked so much. They're not shit. listening. They're not listening. I hope. I hope so. No, I, I love that club. They they passed me to feature. So who gives a shit? Um, That's pretty cool. Anyways, who cares? Fuck them. Money over everything, dude. I don't care. Hey, who's ever signed the checks? Wait, That's who I have loyalty on to. On what day? Um, no, uh, for featuring at threes, I, I'm not sure. Um, oh, yet. but you're just in the rotation. Yeah, I'm in the feature rotation now. Well, that's it's also you figured out you're featuring like the Wednesday before, oh, which shit. sucks. So is there like four of you now? Yeah, pretty much. It does suck. It sucks so bad. I know we Sorry, we, t- we talked about it before. It was it was an amazing thing to learn. But g- first of all, fuck you, you guys are studs. But it is insane just to see a rotation of like three or four. Yeah, it it stinks. Like uh, it's like I I'll say he's a stud. I think you're a stud. Yeah. I, I think your stand-up's great. Oh, you do there, well. I forgot. I forgot. There are a couple where it's like, wow, they're featuring. Good yeah, for good them. for them. Good for them. Yeah, man. Stage time. Stage time over everything, man. <laughs> Stage time over everything. I shout fucking out, yelled shout at out the T other Cotton. day. Shout so, out T Cotton. Shout, shout out Trent, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man. My, my dude too. My dog. Our guys. Dude. He no, does, he, he's never he listened rules. to Not this. Mine. He anyway. rules, dude. I love Trent. 
Uh, you guys stink. <laughs> <laughs> no. He comes on our no, pod. Okay. No, Come seriously, on. tell us no, what, yeah. what have you what have you been through? Some oh, some dude, hell ones. Um, I think probably the worst bomb I ever had was actually like uh, this wasn't even a gig, but it was like an open mic with three people, and the and the host was like, "Hey, do Last as much week time." At no, yeah, <laughs> that was wasn't there. that. Was, dude, I actually. Probably, honestly, we're talking about a hell gig. Like hosting the open mic is my is much worse than it's me your bombing. Recurring hell gig. Yeah, dude, I hate it. I was thinking, I literally like when they're like trying to find like the host of the open mic. I like go outside, try to go vape and hide, <laughs> like just go jump in a trash can. That's what you're doing. You were like, and they and they came and found you, and you're just hitting your head on the table like this is fucking dumb. Like, I hate. I feel the same way. Hosting too. I hate open it too. mics, dude. I, I hate, hate it. it. Like if you would have told me like two years ago that you'd be hosting the open mic, I'd be like, oh my gosh, really? You promise? What? Wow, you promise? And then I'm here, I'm like, I want to go home, man. I just want to work on my five and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've had I've had some pretty bad ones. Um this this gig actually didn't go bad, but the concept of the show is tell very us. bad. Tell yeah. us. So I in Pueblo, I did an alopecia benefit. <laughs> in Pueblo. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, literally, literally, I like had the joke in my brain because the thing just happened. Will Smith just slapped. That's probably why they did the benefit. (laughs) It's a very pro Will Smith crowd. But the thing is, it's like the mayor of Pueblo was there. Where is this at? It was, it was at Nick just some. Stratasaw, shout out, you dumb bitch. Yeah. yeah do, we, do, we hate, do we hate the Do we hate the mayor down here, dude? I don't know. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah, so, was the mayor for three years. Yeah. Good for him. I was going to run for mayor that way is before fun. Callan launched his thing in Colorado Springs. Callan's a hack. Callan's <laughs> a hack, dude. He's stealing Garrett's You know what bit. sucks? You know what sucks? Yeah. We were going to have him on the show, and then he canceled last second. So now I have a brand new t shirt that says Callan Reese for president, and it's just sitting there taking up room. Yeah, dude. I'd wear, I'd, wear, I'd wear the shit out of that shirt, dude. He's, he's yeah, you yeah, fit dude, to a I size XXXS? XXXS extra small, dude. Dude, I'm an extra small for I'll sure. I'll try it on. Anyways, yeah, no, I'm XL, bro. Um, no, but yeah, I did this. It's just alopecia benefit. Oh, my God. Paid pretty good. I, I think I made like 200 oh. bucks. Is that rule? That's pretty great. That's pretty good. Uh, doing 15 clean. Yeah. Do you don't remember what the, where the venue was at? It was, it was a church. So much more. It does, dude. It does, man. I've been, That's where it's at. Like, literally, That's John I, Christ is doing so well. Dude, John dude. Christ is a fucking predator. Yeah, he's a predator for sure. I don't wait. Is he a predator? I thought the whole thing is we that... We started with him. Oh, that's, that's does crazy. Does nobody know that? That no, he I, was out of Springs? I think he, I thought he was uh, I thought he was out of Denver. Too. Did he move up to Denver? He moved up to Denver, but when we yeah. started, he, he, no, we were I, doing shows together. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like I, uh, look, the, the, the story that I heard about Christ was that he basically was like uh, he said, "Hey, you can come to the show," and he kind of trading tickets for sex. trading tickets for he was for, for sex. You don't think that makes you? I think about it. He's a father. of God. I think about He's it, dude. I think Jack Chris Briant. <laughs> Fair enough. No, it is. It, it's like, the LSD, dude. I was yeah, like I, it is. That is that is like uh, yeah, that's that's bad. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I used I think, to be able to do a pretty good John Chris. I don't know. No, it's not it anymore. Are yeah, you serious? I've never heard you Chris before. Yeah, Young Chris. That would Chili's. that would be insane. Oh, I, I can only I imagine it. like you guys starting out with this guy, and then you're seeing him literally do arenas. Yeah. Like that's insane. It's annoying because when I see that it's guy laugh so fucking hard at his own joke that he falls over the same he used to. Yeah, I could be miles ahead of where I'm at, but I have fucked myself over mm-hmm. so many times. 
Yeah, that's a that's a scary thing because it's like uh, you know because I'm I'm young I'm like just in the ground floor doing stand up stuff and like you see these people that are really really talented but they can't figure out the business piece. It's the business piece. Yep. It sucks. I, I I've yelled at Luke about this because I love I, I love Luke to death. Don't understand the business piece. You it, the Can thing you, is it's like you have to have like and you have to give into it. What's very yeah I'm you okay have to. with giving into it. I saw Eddie Pepitone and Somebody Eddie was talking tell about me the that. business mm-hmm. piece. Yeah, so like this is the, yeah. what's actually kind of how to a, go on the road. A beautiful kind of transition in how I started comedy is I actually started a business coming out of high school and going into college. I started like a business. Business failed horrifically. It was okay. very bad. I pretty much blew my college fund. It didn't make any money. Wow. But, but the thing is, I learned how to do social media marketing, website design and development, um, like graphic design, uh, sales, marketing. I learned how to do all that stuff. But I just... Shit, dude. And that's not a failure. I mean, at yeah, least you learned some real like, skills. I learned, I learned so much. And now, like when I'm looking at stand-up comedy, I'm like, it, here's the thing. No one gives a sh- like no comedy club gives a fuck who you are yeah. if you can move 120 tickets a show. Yeah. Three E's would book any comic yep, tomorrow. They will. they will. That can move 120 tickets. Also, Looney's too. Same thing. It yep. doesn't matter because at the end of the day, comedy is a business. It's like we're trying to get people to buy drinks, buy tickets, and get us paid well. I think that's why Pepitone got his show canceled at Looney's because I, I hit up Will Height. I'm like, what happened to that? And he's like, nah. The money didn't work out. I don't yeah. think so. Because uh, well, not many people know. Comedy fans know Pepitone. But like five people showed up to the show at Brews for Pepitone because Fluffy was in town. And that's just, that's just uh, how it goes. It's just poor it, scheduling. If, like, poor scheduling, but also, also dudes, I, he's like, Hispanic. nobody knows Pepitone, though. Here yeah. in Pueblo, I don't think people know him. Yeah. And, th- and that's the thing is it's it's about like if you were like that's why the credit's so big. It's like those guys from Cobra Kai. Um, they 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 headlined uh, three E's. I think it's like Dan Levy, and there was another guy. They were like the car salesman in Cobra Kai. Oh, they okay. headlined three E's, moved a bunch of tickets. They were just on Cobra Kai. They did stand up before that, and they delivered, and they were really good comics. But the thing is, they moved tickets because of that credit that they You'll have. You'll see that, yeah. You'll see that when you look at uh, comedy works, whatever it is. Sometimes it's two people I don't know, but they uh, have like a well known podcaster there, this or that, or they're or what's bigger is social media people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TikTokers are now new stand comedians selling arenas, and it's frustrating for cats like us. But I get it. They're going to be better with But my the thing media. is, instead, yeah, instead of using that as an excuse. Like I, I've, I can't tell you how many times like everyone gets very bitter and angry about the TikTok guy. That guy's he's moving tickets and he's getting the opportunity. No, that's, no, he's that's winning, why. You that's know? why I've it does about. suck. There's it a, does there's suck. A, there's a, it's work. There's a TikToker that's a nurse, nurse yeah. something. And there's yes, been a couple he, times I'll bring people bring it up with me. Like, have you considered doing that? And it's just a matter of me doing the social media side of it. And I know he's moving tickets now as a comedian, and he's probably like a year in, two years. Who know? Who knows how far mm-hmm. in he is to actually being a comic? But He's moving tickets. I get yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I understand. The Pikes Peak Center. He was just there. He was I know, a- yeah, he's the Pikes Peak Center. I think he sold it out, which is insane. I think it was. I think it was like twenty five to thirty dollars a ticket. Well, imagine which is how a people working. Ho- people working a hospital follow that. Every time I meet a Filipino, because my mm-hmm. girlfriend's Filipino, so I hang around the Filipino yeah. group. All of them are like, "No, Joe Koi. He brings mm. in uh, Filipinos, and then his mom is a nurse. Yeah. So he just he just hits with that crowd so well. I get it. Oh, it's just yeah, a matter dude. of me just finally putting the effort to be. 
use that yeah. side. But also like the thing that like because uh, I, I have I have this I have like the boss of my job. He's like one of these like really influential figures in my life. He's been a family friend for like years. He's pretty much the only reason I'm employed right now because I cannot keep a job to save my life. Why? I can't, You're 22. Though. I can't I can't show up on time ever. It's like because I have I have super bad ADHD. I just like there's something about time in me. I just can't fucking do it like i show up to things late all the time i have to like plan way ahead if i'm going to show Me up too. to something i'm pretty like, bad sometimes yeah so bad at it um and it's like literally like I just can't show up to jobs on time and all that stuff. And I have this, I have this boss and he talked to me. It's, it's like the way to build a successful business is finding your niche. Yeah. So his business is he does window well covers. That's it. That's the only thing he does. He sells the covers that go over window wells and that's it. He does nothing else. And he hyper f- focuses on this specific niche. That's one of the reasons John Chris is so successful. He has the niche His thing, of yeah. Christian moms. Like my mom hit me up to go see John Christ. No way. She like so we we saw John Christ at the at the Paramount. And it's like when you find that niche, like that's what then you put all of your money in advertising into that specific sector. It's going to be like if John Christ is trying to move tickets for the Pike Speak Center in Colorado Springs, he can target New Life Church. He can target all the churches in the area, yep. anyone that likes um, Chick fil A on Facebook. And then you Chick fil A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like stuff like that. And he it's going to be like NASCAR. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of those. He, and he, he does. He's smart. Yeah, when but, he watches uh, those but, things come yeah. across. Yeah, and it's the same thing with like Michelle Wolf or, yeah, you know, uh, Mark Marin. Mark Marin could go target people that um, don't know how to read. And uh, <laughs> I hate Mark Marin. Dude, he's I a, hate him. He's Sorry. A, he's a pissed off old man. Dude, it's I, fine. Dude, I, love <laughs> I love that I got a I got a chance to tie in a roast joke against Mark Marin on this podcast. Yeah, that that's rules. right. Mark Marin listens to us. Hey, dude, Mark, get Mark got Marin, your fuck I, face. I hate your guts. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> put, put me on. What the fuck? Dude. This does Thank suck. You. This does suck. Because <laughs> there, there is like, there, like, I genuinely feel there is like a pretty good chance that someday I will be on a lineup with Mark Marin. And I'm going to have to be like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> he's he's going to go up and be like, hey, get our I, shit together. I, I heard it. He's like, episode, did you mean episode, it? Episode, episode 17. <laughs> I heard it, you piece of shit. I listen to it every Sunday while I'm out drinking coffee. Dude. And I'm like, this fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> Do you no, know my mom saw that episode, you piece of shit? Yeah, so what's really funny is like, uh, when it was on that same trip to LA. I was with, I was with my friends out there. And... Uh, and I was I was on LSD and I'm like I want to debate right now and then earlier in the conversation I talked with my friend um, about you're on LSD and you're like I want to have a debate yeah I was Tell on LSD I'm something. like I want to have a debate and he's like um, I don't like Mark Maron you like Ma- Mark Maron let's go and I was like get get I just got I hate him so much because like the reason why is like uh, my really good friend Corey Dak she was like hey I like Mark Maron I'm like you know what I think you're a very funny person I'm gonna give this a chance. I sat down and I watched every single Mark Maron special and I did it twice. Jesus, I would I do that. Sat, I sat down and I did it. And I'm like, maybe the next one's going to be good. And I, <laughs> and I watched fucking seven specials of Mark Why? Maron. Why? What kind of time do you have? It was, it was when I didn't That's have That's why job. you're late to everything. <laughs> too busy you're watching, watching a special. Stand-up comedy you I hate. You realize we watch the first 15 and then we get the fuck out of there. No, man, I... I, I I got through. I'm like I gotta. Are wait you for guilty the of that? Like at a at a stand-up show, like you're not headlining, so you'd be like, all right, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch. You don't. And then you're, no, I oh, don't. I, d- I fucking leave. <laughs> oh, I, dude. I, uh, dude at an open mic. I did. I did. Oh, talk about hell gigs. I did a show with uh, with Mr. Matt, Mr. Matt Gabriel. I did one of his shows, um, and it was during the CU game. Shout yes. out, Matt. Thanks for almost hiring me last night, and then giving me a thumbs up when I said, "What show is this?" <laughs> That's pretty funny. You had to work for him again. Oh fuck yeah! I'll take his money. Yeah, did dude. Pay you last 
uh, no. 15 weeks later. We did a whole, dude, I had a whole scheme about how he doesn't That's pay so till funny. months. But he was talking shit about someone here that pays me on time. Good. He's talking Mel. shit. And meanwhile. She's great. She's great. She's the best business person for this. Thousand percent. She's, yeah, she's number three. Three. She, yeah. yeah. Anyways, Matt Gabriel. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did, did this hell gig. <laughs> Matt Gabriel is up there headlining. I am watching the CU-CSU football game on my phone while he's doing stand-up. While he's walking while, people? Well, he, no, it's, he wasn't walking people. But there was three people there, so that's kind of tough. <laughs> I think that's... No you got to be a tough. special kind of person to walk three people when there's only three there. Because if, if they sat through like me and like everybody, they're probably going to stick around. You know, but depending where it's at. But yeah, I'm just sitting there. And where just was watching this at? The, um, gosh, I think it was like Wackadoo Brewing, Wackadoo. which is real. Yeah, it I've was like it. I loved it because it was Wackadoo seven minutes from my house. That ruled. Got my free Dr Pepper, dude. Got hey. out of there. Got out of there with my free Dr Pep. Who the you and fucking Russell? I was doing Red Leg and he was hosting. Yeah, and he comes by. And he's like, I'm allowed to drink as much Dr Pepper as I want. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't. He's like, why? I was like, diabetes. Life. I want to make it till uh, tomorrow. Yeah, damn. Dude, dude, I love Dr. Pepper so much. Oh, was I that want, your shit? Dude, I, dude, I love, I love you know Dr. What? Peppers. You know dude. what? I'll give you a special gift coming on the show today. When my brother had yeah. stabbed my other brother to death last year and he had to go to prison, uh, we had to clean out all this shit and I threw it all away. But I acquired a 24-pack 24, uh, 24 of Dr. Pepper, and I would like you to have my brother's. There's blood on the piece. There's blood on the outside. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! But you I'll can have it. my brother's blood written Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Ironic, because all he needed was a doctor. All he needed was a doctor the whole time. He's not on his meds anymore, though. Dude, the guy. Dude, he has a job now. Hey, good By the way, he's out of prison. It's only been a year, and he's got a he's got a job. He tried murdering, and I can't understand how where dollar store. Good for him. Ah! Like, can you imagine, like, I knew every one of the dollar store is a felon. I just freaking knew it, dude. dude. When you when you have tattooed on eyebrows, you know. But like, I'm Dollar General a, don't care. Dollar General don't family. give a shit, oh, dude. dude. Dollar so General great. don't care. So don't let me forget. It's in the garage yeah. on the way out. I want, so I want you to have. <laughs> dude, I'm pumped on that. That rules. It's Garrett's birthday. Everybody. Gets uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Garrett's birthday, let's get this out of the way, guys. Garrett turned 37 today. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up for him. So, Garrett, you got a couple. Because there's gifts. Wednesday, and technically that's accurate. So, uh, first of all, uh, JJ, Mr. Jason Alexander, fi- uh, got this pre-filled pinata for you. So, I'd like you to tear it open. I didn't get you shit, dude. That's yeah, what I got. So, get in there. Oh, you want me to just tear it? Yeah, just tear it open, dude. It's pinata. We can't strike it, you know. There we go. Oh, look at that head. I'm gonna keep that for something. Did you get it in my backpack? Because it looks like. Some of the so stuff's been in my backpack. So what do you got oh, in there? Oh, shit. I got some hemorrhoid cream. That comes in handy. That really was in there? Uh, honestly, tip for people at home when you have hemorrhoids, if you just put a little uh, little Vicks Vapor Rub on it, it's going to hurt like hell, but it'll fix ooh, it. Ooh, fun, fun oh, story. I, I got I got hemorrhoids uh, for the first time when I was 13. Thank you. Um, on the outer or inner? It, uh, outer. Outer. I think. Oh, dude. I, so it was, it what was else on, is there? Yeah. It's too late for this, dog. Is that a condom with a hole in it? It is. That's pretty like funny. Right in the center. Uh, Why is it? Sorry, this is all the I'll go all on to that. By the way, I'd like to say this. This this tube is wet. <laughs> it's a little it's sweaty. Oh, dog. you know why? I think I know why. I I smelled something beefy earlier. Yep. I believe this is jerky. That is jerk. God damn. <laughs> it's not even in the packet. Is this a COVID test? Oh, that's a pregnancy test. Let oh, me see. Okay. That's positive. So that's weird. Okay. That's jerky. 
That's some jerky. Oh, and then uh, you just eat cups. it. Yeah, yeah, it's jerky, dude. What do you, what do you, what do you not eat jerky? Eat some jerky go. out of pinata. And Garrett, uh, the one jerky. La- in the- oh, there it is. The one last thing for, uh, that I did, I did not, off, I did not get permission. No, no I did not get permission. Off. You get to zap me once. Uh, I'm not gonna. No. No, no, please. No, I'm good. Dog. I'm my niche. My niche is is, is doing no. backflips off this house. Sorry, Jason. Would you like to zap me once for the birthday, boy? Did you want me to? If you All want it is is pushing forward, and then just I can do that to another person. Yeah, see, no. I got to treat others the way I want to uh, be treated, dude. Dude, okay, so Luke, Luke I, charged my, so I, I see a taser. I'm like, Luke's staying. Okay, this reminds me of this. Luke got a taser when we were just, dude. I have not spazzed on someone. <laughs> In my entire life, the way that I spazzed on Luke Stam after he tased me when I was watching football. Oh, Wait, fuck. Dude, with what? Like this this kind of taser? Like that walk? kind of taser, yeah. Okay, tell me about it. And he like just like walks up and tases me on the leg, and I like get up, dude. and I start yelling, like yelling. And house. I grab it out of his hands. I'm like, I'm going to do it to you until you die. Until you and, like, die. I'm, like, You're just so sitting ma- in the gooch just like, take it, you son of a bitch. And, I, and then I like, I like looked at myself, and I was like can't do it turn the other cheek you're a godly man we're better than that what is thou like to live deliciously yeah dude yeah i was so <laughs> mad dude i spazzed i spazzed so hard. Well, how did he react was he pissed or was he sad was he scared was he, was he scared, I he was scared. yeah he was good yeah dude i'm a like i'm very easygoing i'm very, very easygoing too. i'm very i try to be very nice to people Dude, if I, I could, I flip a switch. Also, sure. dude, in football, I was the most violent player on our team, by far. This guy fucking bucked hay as a kid. I can see it. You were yeah. probably fucking Yeah, dude. Up. So, like, I played offensive line, and my move. You were a lineman? Yeah, I was an offensive lineman, dude. I played center and guard. How, how big were you? Um, I weighed like 235. No way. Yeah, 235. Kind of kind of about what I am at now. Um, but I played a defense. I, I was that. better at defensive end. I was, I was a better defensive end. Um, but I, my move is there's this player that my dad coached at CSU Pueblo, Ryan Jensen. Ryan Jensen is the center for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right. Yep. That's yeah, right. he was a Pro Bowler, won a Super Bowl. He's like a g- great. Wait, was Jensen the cat that came here to CSU Pueblo? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Jensen. Okay, my my dad, so. my dad coached at uh, CSU Pueblo, and he coached Ryan. I and he would tell me that Ryan Jensen, when he would block people, he would reach under their helmet and you'd grab their throat and throw them down and uh i was like that's what i want to do i want to be a dog i want to win football games but the thing is i would do that in practice (laughs) i would do that in practice against my team and your best friend you're just throating him and they would no not my best friend i didn't i didn't really like (laughs) you're just going down i didn't really like anyone i'm gonna throw my best friend later (laughs) i didn't really i only liked like a couple people on my football team um right yeah so uh i would just i would have my dog and you later (laughs) i'm gonna throw you later (laughs) yeah dude i would just freaking i grab him i choke him and i throw him on the ground and be like what the hell man i'm like hey fall over for the rest of practice i won't do it again and then i would just pancake dudes for like the whole practice. You Chris make them? You just said, get the fuck down and let, let me win this? Yeah. I was like, if you Ooh, roll over, I'll kids. stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was you, a dog. So, so he's the same way as you in a weird way. By the way, I have a card for you. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, but, happy birthday um, to me. Um, they ran out of birthday cards, so it's uh, happy bar mitzvah. <laughs> but uh, anyways. That's plausible. But you have a mentality. Mm-hmm. I, I was a four-sport athlete, played college ball. But when it comes mm. to like, the winning mentality, I'm not as like fucking uh, murder him. mine's more like uh just like i want to be the it's very stupid it's i want to be the best that i can fucking be but you're like i, I like want to murder him oh, i want to be uh, the absolute it was best. i would just yeah i i, I wanted to win really bad yeah 
Like I just. But what I, is it? So what? What is it that you want out of winning? What is it that you get just to have the pizza party? I'm gonna get it either that's, way. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. They're also, just like looking back on that, you know, maybe I could have loosened up a little bit surrounding football because we probably would have won the same amount of games, you know. But also, it's I think that 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 fuel and that drive is is an important thing that you have to have in anything sure, you sure. do, like in, in terms of that motivation and stuff. But yeah, but but the thing is, I ended up being you know all conference football player. I was a state qualifying wrestler, and it was because I just was I was a dog. I didn't I wasn't really as violent of a wrestler because I was newer to it. I started wrestling my sophomore year of high school because I broke my leg, and um, I was I was interested in wrestling and I just like was like oh I'll try it out. And then I, I wrestled really hard. I won most improved my sophomore year. I was a, I was a three year varsity letterman and wrestling and all that stuff. And my my senior year. I ended up getting to go to state in, in the ball arena, which is really, really cool. Yeah, it's sick. That's one of my like favorite. I think that's probably the best sports memory I ever had. And that's where I ended my sports career, um, just high school sports. I got to end it in the ball arena with my dad and my grandpa that's crying my eyes cool. out. You know, after I because also I dislocated my shoulder, oh. um, really rough in in my first match. I was like beating the kid, and then my my shoulder dislocated, and I like just couldn't win. And Did basically, they pop it back in for you. Yeah, they, they they taped the they taped the shit out of it, and I was and I was just freaking I was trying to just it's like painful. do something. It was I know it's, it. it was like I know it was super painful, and I told my dad I'm like, hey, for the next match, I want you to go run out and buy me a mouth guard, and he's like, why do you, why should I buy you a mouth guard? I'm like, yeah, for the pain because oh, it hurt that bad, down, yeah. and I ended up losing my next match by a point against this kid. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this kid. Damn. Yeah, but dude, it's also just like that kind of intensity, man. And also when I look at like comedy competitions and stuff, it's like. I want to win really bad. It's because I kind of I have that that like I want same dog. Th- yeah, it's like that same dog is going and wrestling with a freaking broken shoulder. Is going to go do stand up after he had diarrhea. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Same thing. Well, you same know, dog. Same I, dog. I used to have this like really loose approach to things. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to do stand up. I'm going to get my set prepped. Probably on the way there, and then we're just going to hammer it home, and we'll do okay. But uh, for this upcoming festival. It's I've been putting deal. like I've been recording my sets. I've been trying to find the joke that works, mm-hmm. and like really ironing out this nine minutes. Because it's I, nine minute sets for that best right, of fest thing. I have I have been trying to iron this out and just make it the most perfect set I can. And I'm like I've never put this much work into stand up. And I'm like, if this goes well, then this is the the approach I'm gonna take from here on out. Mm. And I'm just like pieces of me like you're a fucking dumbass. This is the approach you should take anyway. Anywhere, yeah. yeah. This is the the approach you should have taken years ago. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's also like uh, like that's the thing is like like that's why I kind of liked that I didn't just have this natural charisma and stuff out of the gate. Like there's a bunch of comics I've seen that just had it. They just have had it. Think like this natural charisma. Like Thad when you just started. Started out great. Mm. Like, he started out really, really good. And I didn't have that. And I was really scared, you know? Because it's like, what if I just don't have it? What if it's just, like, impossible for me to figure out? But I just grinded and kept going and kept going and kept going. And the thing is, is, like, if you keep... If you are, like, are work Like, hard work is going to beat talent over time. If you're consistent. It's true. And, that, and that's, like, kind of like, I think, like, the story about, you know, me doing stand-up. And, like, you know, for all the crap I've done and, you know, do, just two years in. Like, I feel... Like, kind of, like, looking back on it, like, thinking about myself, you know, two years ago versus where I'm at now, it's, like, it's pretty insane, the stuff I've done. Like, I've I've hosted, I've hosted at 3E's, I got bumped to Feature, I'm hosting my first ever time at Looney's on the 22nd, like, literally this weekend. Nice. I'm hosting for Mike. Um, And it's, like, all that stuff, it just, it happened just because I would show up every day. And that literally was It's just showing up. And that's the thing, it's, like, you you learned the right way. Mm -hmm. You went in, you sucked, 
you got to learn from your mistakes. You got to figure that yep. out, and you built a better foundation for yourself. Yeah. Whereas people that rely on talent, like I know that sounds awful, but like no. the first moment they hit that uh, that that bump in the road, that mm-hmm. it's they're like, holy shit! Well, what do I do now? Because yeah. they're not used to adversity. Yeah, it's like you have like those couple sets where you're just like bombing and you can't figure it out and you you haven't dealt with something like that because you always have just been the funny guy, you know. Because like the thing is, like in high school, I wasn't like the most popular kid. Like there's a lot of like a lot of you know popular guys that like do stand up and like they're like they were like that the guy that everybody liked. And then that's then they're like I can be a comedian because you know everyone's my friend, you know. And then it's like there's like those outliers, you know, those people that didn't really fit in i think that that's better for comedy i think it's oh, like those, yeah, those people on the outside looking in those kind of weird dudes that you're like not really sure why they're what like why are they saying what they're saying and they're always on the outside looking in because that's how i felt throughout my entire life is that i was like the guy on the outside of a group looking in like on the football team it was like yeah i was on the football team you know i was like i was like an alternating captain i wasn't like a real captain i worked really really hard like and i did a, king or anything no yeah yeah, no. I, I wish. I wish that well, that would have been cool. Who gives a shit? Well, the thing is, I did. I did date the captain of the cheerleading team, which was pretty tight. That was that was, that was good. I wish her well. She's married now. <laughs> that sucks. Um, Point being, you're the guy looking in, though. Yeah, but I, but it was like in the friend group. It's like if everyone was going out drinking, they wouldn't tell me because they knew I would shut it down because I wanted to win a state championship. Oh, okay. Yeah, like everyone was out there vaping. I like I found someone's vape. In, in their bag, and I waited for them to come by, and, and it literally shoved them into a locker. I'm like, what is this? Literally, I like, I'm like, this does not happen. Yeah, I will throat you. Yeah, I, I was right. like, I was like holding this like this kid. Am I saying this wrong? <laughs> but you really went, you went and threw him into there just for just yeah, for I'm the like, vaping or I'm chewing like, or. Do you want to? Do you want to be? Do you want to be a competitor on this team or not? Do you want to be a leader on this team or not? Because I'm trying to get a championship, and you, if you're in the way of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell coach. If you don't stop this right now, I'm gonna flip my shit. And then he told the other the other guys, um, and then it was just like because then they were like, Did "Hey, kind of ostracize you after that." And you're like, oh, "Yeah, a little bit." No, because it's like all the cap the other cats on the team were freaking ripping vape, dude. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> they were they were the yeah they, popular the, fun ones doing the rebellious things, drinking. Yeah, dude, and I I wasn't man. I I just wanted to win so bad, you know. Yeah, and right. and to the point where it was like it was hard to be. I was it was kind of like. Um, this is going to be the most douchey comparison I've ever made. But you guys I ever watch The it. Last Dance? Like, like him talking about, like Michael Jordan talking about his teammates. He's like, I demand excellence. Oh, that, right, that was right. me. Man. I was demanding excellence at the Classical Academy 2A football. It was going to be on the team with yeah. you, to have you on the team, but you were an asshole on the team. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like, like no one was like, hey, let's go kick it. Let's go kick it with Jason. Because I was just, I, it's dude, about I winning. watched it. It's not about having so, fun. It wasn't about fun. No. It was about winning. Would go back and ease up? Like, if, if you could, would you go back and ease up? It's who you are. Man, that's a tough question. That's a good question. I don't know, man. Because I, I like the part of myself that had that. Okay. And, and the fact that I demanded excellence out of people. If anything, I would have played football probably for a more competitive school. Like it's a school that was going after like championships every year. I probably would have transferred like a Palmer Ridge or something if I mm. go back. Mm. But the thing is with the wrestling team, I'm still friends with everyone I was in the wrestling team with. Because they all demanded Because it was all on you. Yeah, it's because also all my teammates knew that it was all on them, and they demanded excellence out of themselves. Like, like literally, it's like out that's of everyone. A ba- that's I- a good. My yeah. high school yeah. wrestling team, like, uh, I was in the locker room one mm-hmm. day. <laughs> we had this uh, kid named Sonny. He's, he's, yeah. he's way more ahead of me. He's an actor now. He's doing great shit in Denver. But, like, he comes up to me. He's like, Garrett. I was like, what? He's like, let me see if I can do a Hurricane Rana on you. I was like, 
I was like, like pro wrestling? He's like, yeah, let me see. I was like, what, what, what do you want me to do? He's like, just stand there. And if I can throw you, I will. I was like, okay. All right, man. <laughs> I'm a big dude. He's not. I'm like, let's, let's fucking see. He gets up there. He hikes himself up and he goes to throw me backwards. And he ends up just doing a fucking front flip and landing on his stomach. Just, whoop, I was like, yes. That's so funny, dude. That I, well, I guess it was back. I have a pretty, I have a pretty funny. I win. <laughs> I have a pretty funny weight cut story. Um, Which are the craziest? Yeah. To me. So I had, I actually, I had a wrestling meet down in Canyon City. Wrestling, Canyon City is great at wrestling. Um, for like their high school team, like they have a state champ like almost every year. And I know this because my dad was banging one of the ladies that her kid was a state champ. I totally thought you were going to say high schooler, and I was like, whoa, yeah, I put it past <laughs> it. better than bed. Um, Been there. He was probably banging the stage. <laughs> he was banging that stud. Yeah, <laughs> stud yeah. at 197, bro. Up, dude. <laughs> Sweat it out. Yeah, so it's basically so like after uh winter you get like your you, you get like a allowance weight and then it and it reverts back to your original weight after winter break. Um so I show up, I'm like eight pounds over. And I have to lose eight pounds from like noon, um, which is when we we're like when like we have like a window of like noon to like six is when like because I have to get on the bus and stuff. So I'm wrestling around the other guy on my team, um, who was the he was a two time state champ and uh, three time finalist, and we were just wrestling around. I had to lose all this weight. And I'm wearing like 18 coats, and then so pretty much they sit me in between these two twins um, on the wrestling team, and I'm sitting there because you're supposed to get as much water out as you can. Right. And we get to the weigh in part, and I'm drenched in sweat, and my coach is like, "Hey, Jason." Here's what I need you to do. Oh. I need you to grab your underwear. I want you to wipe your entire body down, wring it out in the toilet, and just put it back on. And I'm like, okay. So I go do it, wring it out of the toilet, point one under. <laughs> dude, point wow. one under. I lost eight pounds, dude. It was insane. Yeah. I thought it was going to be way worse when he said, grab your underwear. Grab your hold underwear. On to it Literally, I'll I had hold ring, on to it. I had you. to wring it out. I was like trying to pee, trying to move. Dude, it was insane. But Dude, also, yeah. guys, I, it was an insane thing yeah. to be a kid where I don't have, you know, I play sports and I was mm -hmm. good, but to see my buddies at lunch starving themselves at 16, 17 to do that. The discipline started at a different age for those cats. My oh, yeah, sucked. dude. They put me in Weight Watchers is like. You got to be a dog, routine. dude. To, to wrestle, you got to be a dog to be like a like those guys it, were man. Yeah, man. I loved them. Yeah. It's just like it's also like when you look at what's very funny is the first comic I ever opened up for at three E's was this guy named Greg Warren. Yeah, Greg, Greg was a wrestler. Yeah, Greg was a college level wrestler at Mizzou. It was really cool. Um super nice guy. Um I kind of really didn't understand like uh Apparently, like, uh, he's not a big picture guy. So I have this picture of me and Greg, and Greg, Greg is literally, like, looking at the camera like this. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, not even smiling at all. And I'm like, because I just, of I just course host, you're doing it. I hosted my, for my first show. It was, like, a big deal to me. And, like, I was, I was That's how it is with that. some of them. That's so funny. Yeah, it was, it was very funny. I, like, had no idea what I was doing. But, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I, I think like those like, like that wrestling going into comedy is just because it's that individual focus. I think has helped me a ton. Yeah, no, it, it's good shit. Damn. This guy grinds. Oh, yeah, well, I'm gonna run a joke by you guys. Are you cool? Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah dude, do, let's do it. To be about me. No, not at all. Uh, okay, here we go. I call my I call my girlfriend's vagina the goat. It's the goat because that that shit'll eat anything. How do we feel about it? Not great. <laughs> You got a good audience member. That's a good friend. 
because I, I didn't, stupid. I didn't like that at all. No, it's well, stupid. Like it. no, I didn't like it at all. I'll no, be honest. My laughter, my laughter. <laughs> you, you hear that same laughter at like the mics where someone's laughing in the back, or you're laughing. It's not because it's a great joke. You're laughing. Oh, at I what's was happening. Yeah, I was, I was crying, laughing on on Mushroom Guy, because also oh, there's his this, microphone turned off the whole time. His microphone was off the entire time. <laughs> that was so also, funny. he did a set the previous week, also on mushrooms, and said. I'm gonna do theaters, motherfucker. <laughs> like, Stupid. it was like had like this super big ego about himself. Dude, you ever see that? On, uh, yeah. Well, do you watch Kill Tony at all? I yeah. Love Dude, Kill Tony. all those guys are getting an opportunity. They're getting an opportunity. You're yeah. struggling with that mic today. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I'm trying to just get comfy. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. It's comfy. Though. This is sick. Well, we won't keep it too much longer. No, I do. I got, all, I got go all day, baby. Those guys, those guys will go up there and they're like, they're bombing 90 percent of the time, and they're like. Shouldn't have smoked. Shouldn't have got drunk. I'm like, I don't understand. They're getting this opportunity. They're going on TV, and that's their time where they're getting fucked up. I don't. I don't. I no, never understand. That. I, I've I've talked. To, I've I've been down to Austin. I've signed up for like Kill Tony. I haven't got pulled yet or anything. But the thing is that you show up week after week after week after is. week after week after week. Like there's this one guy. He literally showed up for 32 weeks and never got pulled. Like, I believe that I was, it. That I was talking to. And he 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 set up this mic called Minute to Win. It was kind of like practicing for Kill Tony. And then you go through all those weeks and you don't get pulled. And then you start just showing up to Kill Tony like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to get pulled. You start having a couple beers. You're smoking a joint in the alleyway. Because you're so used to it. You're so used to not getting pulled. And they're like, hey, you're up now. And you're like, shit. And then then you go up. And So I have, I have a little bit of Whew. empathy for that. Yeah, but I'm like, you're right. But here's the thing. You could drag me out of bed like at like, at like, like 3 a.m. Like strap me in front. If there was a crowd of... 320 people i gare i would bet a million dollars on myself for a minute yeah i I guarantee it yeah and uh we've been doing that maybe it's because a lot of them are just new it's crazy to see some of those people they're like why did you do this and it's also it's like a lot of times it's like a seven years and then just like they're like what the hell yeah and uh you can tell they're not full-timers though they started it started stop started stop whatever it is no man and also the thing is it's that like like this is this is a this is a conversation I've had with a ton of people. It's like if you're not getting a lot of opportunities or getting booked a lot, like you have to change something in your act. Like you have you, if you want those opportunities, you have to change a certain type of joke. You have to change writing. You have to make it so it's like you're playing off of an idea better. Like it's like usually it's pretty honest. You know, like people that are getting booked a lot, the people that are going to deliver on the show. Because like if you're not getting booked, it's because it's like probably someone's had a bad experience with you and the bookers talk. Yeah. You know. I you know there was a guy that went up yeah. at the open mic and he did mm-hmm. a whole like a long joke doing <laughs> he was doing an Asian a, accent. An Asian accent. Yep. That was Jesus. I booked him. Yeah. Like he's doing my show next week. <laughs> he, dude, it was it was funny, but he's yeah. doing it and the guy it, the whole time I could just feel every Denver guy's ass clinch up that whole time. Yeah. It's it is it is also tough. It's also I honestly he's another big thing that I think helped me a ton. <laughs> Is uh is like uh when I, I went to MSU Denver last year, um and I was up I was up at college doing all that stuff and uh, I would just stay up and I do mics so I just would do mics up in Denver and that helped that helped me a ton get connected with everything up there. That's true. Yeah, you're just like if you it's like it's people that are around is that you're gonna those are the people you're gonna you know reach out to and book you know like that's 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 like the toughest part Denver about comedy. Has some creepy mics though. There's they do some sketchy fucking mics up there. Oh yeah, dude. They shout suck. out Raymond Ace. You fucking creep. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Raymond? Raymond Ace. He's he's a creep that runs a Denver open mic. What's it called? 
I don't know, but he's a creepy fuck. Hey, hey, shout out to you, man. Book us. Hey, uh, hey, oh, but we'd love to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> Book us. That's we what's so funny. Garrett won't, but we'll it's like, uh, <laughs> like at the end of the day, like the thing is with comedy is that like you can really not like a person and still do their show. That's oh, yeah. All the time. But, but like Matt Gabriel. Somebody should instance. tell me. The, hmm, tell John Brown to book me then. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, we're going to play uh, uh, just a couple of them. But we I have never a- got stories for you, so. Oh, hell yeah. What's that? I never got stories for you. What's, oh, no, it's okay. Garrett's really bad at doing this part of the job. Oh, yeah. So we have a little. It was my uh, idea. That's fine. We have a segment called yeah. Lost in the Sauce. You like play hot sauce? Um, a little bit. Here, go ahead and give him the spiel, Doug. All right, he's going to give you some uh, stories. You need to tell us if they're true or false. If you get it wrong, you get the souse. How hot are they? So we used to have one that uh, called Picky Ricky that used to be pretty damn good. And the last episode with Rummery, uh, this motherfucker downed the whole thing. Drink it. Hemorrhoids started from there. So yeah, anyways, man, where do you think his, his gout came from, yeah. dude? <laughs> just chugging hot sauce. <laughs> his gout. Just, yeah, no, dude, no, Rummery so... didn't chug the hot sauce. I did. You know, he did. Rummery looked at him and said, well, now I feel like I have to do the other bottle. And he didn't. He didn't because like, he took a couple... He, could, he took a couple of that, and he was like, I'm starting to sweat. So what's going to happen is... Oh, I'm, dude, I'm white as hell, dude. I love milk. Oh, no. Oh, by the way, I did get you whole milk for the show, too, and I forgot to bring dude, it up. Dude, let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> you know what's up. Russell, Russell Keller got chocolate <laughs> milk because he looks like so a chocolate milk dude, boy. I, oh, yeah. Got dude, him. I, dude me, me and Russell, it's very... So this is, this is true. Eric at 3E's has booked me multiple times and called me Russell Keller. <laughs> Damn. Why? Literally, because we both are like Christian white guys with glasses. So, like, oh, he's, just, he's joking. No, like literally. Oh, he's being serious. No, he genuinely like forgets who I am. He's like that guy's pretty good. Who is he? That's right. Oh yeah, it's Russell. He's like yeah. <laughs> he's a sweet kid, he's a sweet kid. So oh, what's yeah. gonna happen is yeah. on Lost in the Sauce, I'm gonna give you guys. Uh, it's since it, it's gonna be with you and G. Uh, so I'm gonna give you guys a story. You guys gotta say whether it's true or false. And you both could get it right. You both could get it wrong. And if you do, or you get the son of a right. habanero yeah, sauce on a chip. All right. So we're gonna start off with Chip's the first one. Stale. I want you to know that. These I'm are headlines. Scared. These are yeah. These are headlines. We'll just do a couple of them. Brazilian woman accused twin brothers of being her baby's father, and after DNA samples matched both men who denied being the father, they were both forced to take responsibility and pay child support to the woman. Is this true? True. Or false? Yeah, that's too wordy to be false. True. Yeah, it's true. That's how I knew is because it was Hispanic people. So, all right, but it's true. <laughs> so, you know what? Now that we don't have the picky Ricky, you guys no, don't have to do it. You have sauce. to drink the sauce. I'll happily do it. Here, I'll do it. I'll down it, dog. Yeah, bitch. yeah. Here, just, uh, why not? Get it shaky. Oh, man. I know. Poor guy. Why do you do this to yourself? Well, I know. I was hoping to get zapped and I wouldn't have to do shit the rest of the day. I was hoping to take a nap after work. Here we are. Well, so sorry to bring on a show you wanted to be a part of. All right. Don't let it happen again. It's been a fun time. I'm glad you happened. Dude, I wish you could have seen how awkward we we made Russell feel when we were fucking going back and forth. With we were show. bickering like old fucking married people, and poor Russell, and Russell just looked just at just us like, and he's like, "I just want to let you guys know I feel very uncomfortable right now." <laughs> like, I don't like conflict. <laughs> it's so funny. He has That's some great so, stories. Yeah, dude, Russell, Russell's a funny cat, man. All He's right. a sweet man. Okay, last one. Um, a Chicago TV news team was robbed at gunpoint while reporting a string of robberies. Fucking Chicago. True. False. 
It's true. You finally oh, have damn. to fucking do one. That's, it's Chicago, dude. That sucks, man. Yep. So you're going to burn it's yourself. It's actually really Woo! flavorful, though. Yeah, it's definitely not hot. <laughs> I'd marinate my meat in that some bitch. Oh, uh, yes. You throw that. All right. Uh, yeah, you're going to hate this. I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, are you allergic to anything? Yeah. No. Okay. We have, <laughs> I should have, lied, we have a nurse in the room. That's good. She's not in the room. Please give Next me room. Mouth, dude. Throat you, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Lost in the Sauce. Lost in the Sauce. I'm gonna get lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. Oh. I forgot what that said. <laughs> I was like, let's go to world. I'm gonna pull an Al Goodwin and be like, oh, I can have that? <laughs> I have four of them. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. No, How bad was that? It was not bad at all. <laughs> we just wait, my friend. Just wait. Uh, no, it does. It does. We also linger. turn on the heat in the room, so it's gonna get boiled. Yeah, it's dude. gonna boil a little bit. Let's go. Gave me dairy beforehand too. Yeah, man. Dude, I, I, there's, there's not a day that goes <laughs> by that I don't have dairy at the beginning. Wait, but, wait till you're older, dog. Oh no, man. That's just strong. I'm not a. Yeah, just, I remember it being twenty something. Be like, oh man, this is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Garrett was like, "Fucking got it, dude. Rock hard, ready to go." Yeah. I still no, think you should. I'm scared of being older. I'm very scared. It sucks. Die now. That's a good idea. Just, I think I'm going to be 27 club. That's my hot take. That's I'm going to be like, I'm going to get massive at 27 and then I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> what are you mean? <laughs> like famous or fat? Oh, fat. Oh, dude. No, probably. Yeah, no, if you need a. Oh, never mind. <laughs> if you need a mentor, I'm here for you. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. Dude, of course. Tw- but this should, this should be the. Ho- I don't know. You tell me. 22 was the hardest part of my life. 23 is the hardest part of my life. And then I'm finally at a point where it's like. Yeah. You get to a point where you realize it's not going to get any easier, but you come to terms with that, I think. Mm. That's where I realized yeah. that when I, I turned 30. Rainey Wilson said it best. 20s is for fucking up and figuring shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 30s, like, we're still figuring out. We're getting our shit together, dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's like I, 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 dude, it's like I constantly feel like I'm messing stuff up all the time. That's okay. and, the, and the hardest right. thing for me is like, like with like, like working a job for me is it's like what sucks really bad is that when I'm trying to do my absolute best, like I'm putting everything I have into like trying to do my job to the best of my ability and I still suck at it. That, 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 that's really hard. Oof. Cause it's always like, it's, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm not applying myself. Cause that's what I always told myself when I was a kid. It was like in school and everything. It's like, oh, you're just not applying yourself. And then I kind of like would use that as like a way out instead of just like getting my B's. I just would go get C's and like kind of just like not try as hard, you know, and like instead of like living up to my potential, I just would cut myself short because it's like because of that like feel of uh, fear of being inadequate. And also, like, you kinda, as you kind of like get older, you kind of realize like, is this thing in my lane or is this outside of my lane? The kind of what I learned is like for me, like a j- I have to find a weird thing that's not a job that I have to make money on. Like I have to find a weird freaking thing. I feel like it, comedians yeah. have to feel that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah. Like Cal- Callan Reese said, told sure. me this very funny thing. He's like, the number one way you become a comedian is by getting fired from every job you ever had. <laughs> Seriously. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that is so on, freaking true. Dude, well, but Callan's a different breed. When you go on stage talking about your stories in AA while you're drinking a fucking Modelo. I think there's I think there that you're like that has to be a comedian. Dude, yeah, he is. Yeah, I I've I've fully realized there is nothing I'm better at than stand up. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty good at NCA football fourteen. I'm pretty darn good at that. He's oh, good at that. Dude, yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. We're getting another edition. Bullshit. No. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's fucking go, dude. I'm hyped. Dude. <laughs> I'm be Shadu Sanders. Chuck, Chuck Sanders. Milk right now. I always uh I always um 
because we do the the dynasty mode, and I always yeah. do uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Kent State Golden Flashes. Dude, I don't that's know fun. why, but I'm just like, let's let's try and build them. We're building from the bottom, dude. I'll play with like I'll I'll do I just do like Air Force and Oklahoma. Like yeah. I do Air Force, Colorado, Oklahoma, and then for my like creative player, I'll just do whatever. Mm. Like I love, dude. I love NCAA football. I would say I'm probably, but that and stand up. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much like it. listening. I'm a horrible listener. Very bad. That has probably been the number one Very thing. Bad. But yeah. recognizing it as part of knowing. Yeah, the issue. like I've like it's tackling like, the issue. Yeah, like that's probably the probably the number one thing I've probably say that I've learned since being 22 is that you know what on when you're on a date maybe you shouldn't talk the whole time trying to make the person laugh maybe you should like give the conversation oh, air. I've told stories about that like on first dates like just so you know I get really nervous so when I start cracking that's just me like that's me reacting I don't know what else to do. Yeah, dude, it's it's so it's so bad, man. And it's like I I've I have like really really good friends, and like it's like I'll want to listen, and I just can't. And <laughs> you, I like, you look them in the eyes and be like, just so you know, I don't want to interrupt, but I have to because I don't like this. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm gonna be like literally, and I've done it in like very serious situations. <laughs> like literally, someone's like they're pressing like, charges. I'm, I'm having a friend that's like pouring their heart out to me, talking about something that's really hard going on, and I'm like. Yeah, I got this new bit about the Dairy Queen cup. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're flipping the cup upside down. That's pretty tight. What do you think? What do you, th- what do you think, though? You're a good listener. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, that's, that's, I would say, like, for me looking for, like, a girlfriend and stuff, it's probably, like, near the absolute top of the list is someone that enjoys listening to me. <laughs> it's probably, like, when someone, the But top. the thing is, when someone, I learned when someone yeah. really likes you, they're okay with that. Ladies. Jay Alexander is available. He's available. He's going to be auditioning for you. The guy is a comedian. Uh, he likes he John Christ. He real well. He supports John Christ. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> he was sitting here Who like, I don't know. tickets, what... boy, baby? Yeah, 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 I'm hosting this weekend at three E's. Let's rock. <laughs> I think that's a good way to. I think it's a good way to wrap it up. Man. Yeah. Do you got? Do you have anything to pitch? Um, you have some stuff coming. No, up. No. Yeah. Um, this will come out on Wednesday yeah, on Garrett's birthday. Sweet. Garrett. Yeah. It will come out this Wednesday. This Wednesday, this Wednesday. which yeah, will yeah, be. I do. You don't know the 20th. date. There will be the twentieth of September. Yeah. Yeah. So I will be at Looney's Comedy Corner this weekend, the twenty second and twenty third. Um, I also will be. I'll be in Vegas October. I don't think we have anyone uh, Vegas. We do have listeners that we oh, believe yeah, from maybe. California. Oh we yeah, have- yeah. If you want to come out, there's a comedy festival, Laugh After Dark. It'll be a pretty fun time. Um, I'm also on the October 18th. Um, I will be at Comedy Works on the New Faces competition, and then on the 28th. October. All right. Yeah, sweet. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for having me. You guys no, are you guys are great social. posts, dude. Yeah, uh, at uh, uh, at uh, JJ underscore stand up, and then yeah, that's pretty much it. That uh, that everywhere. Fuck so. yes, dude. Thank you, thank you. We I I mean, ever since we had you on, obviously when we, when we did the Pueblo gig, I was like, I fucking want this guy on. So finally, schedule sucks. Scheduling dude, sucks. We it know does, that. Man. It's, it's no, pain it's, in the ass. Also, scheduling comedians is freaking hell on earth. I was earth, telling Garrett that just we were driving down. I'm like, scheduling comedians is the hardest thing. But that's it's, all it's also because everyone has a job, too. My name's too. Garrett Waller. This is Jay Crespin. That's Jade J. Yeah. Alexander. On his They're going to sing me happy birthday on the way Happy out. birthday. They are. Is, uh, also, Venmo him. Shit together. Yeah, Venmo me. Venmo at the real Garrett Waller. The real Garrett Waller. That's fine. For his birthday. I wanted to give you that, guys. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. My car just got repoed. Shit. So we're going to give you a birth. So for your birthday... We got you a new Tesla it's sitting yeah, outside, guys. Oh, God, your mom would hate <laughs> Get out of here, dude. Happy birthday, Garrett. Thanks a lot, JJ. Dude, thank you, guys.
We're gonna... That's it. That's our episode. Got it.